Yeah. All right, welcome back to episode 252 of Technical Files Sports Podcast. You never knew you needed it. Let's uh, get to it. Boy, T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Ass Catch Him, aka Mr. Give It To Me. Hello, welcome, Mike. I am the Ear J. <laughs> <laughs> Only known as the Ear J. Uh, uh, not with us again. Uh, it's the point guard of the group. We are, uh, if y'all can send out some prayers and everything like that, you know, help everything as well, wishes, and you know, be on the up and up. <laughs> So if y'all could just go ahead and send, you know, through the waves, through the air. Oh, she's going to finish the intro. Uh, oh, Camille, no, this, Camille's not with us <laughs> this week. Uh, she's at home still resting up. Uh, like Tim said, if you can just send your well wishes her way. Um, yeah, that would be appreciated. But I got you. Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life teeth for Lockhart, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. The better known as K. Diddy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was an aggressive take, <laughs> sir. Jesus. Uh, pause. Um, sports fact of the week. On this day, today being May 31st, in 2018, the Warriors defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers in game one of the 2018 NBA Finals. Hmm. To, uh, 124 to 114 in overtime. Do y'all remember what is special about that? Yes. Game? I was watch- at the bar watching that bitch. I, everybody was with LeBron. What the fuck, JR? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I was sitting looking. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's funny. LeBron couldn't hold it in. Like, usually he poised on the court. He just on the court. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah, somehow that's four years ago already. But Damn. Yeah, the JR Smith game. So. For those that don't remember, I don't know who will be listening to the show that doesn't. <laughs> but uh, uh, was it George Hill was at the line for the Cavaliers? They were, I think it was 107 107. Mm-hmm. He missed the second free throw. Uh, J.R. Smith got the rebound and thought that they were up one. <laughs> uh, dribbled out the clock. LeBron was flabbergasted. <laughs> screaming for the ball, too. <laughs> wow, bro. Oh, here. No timeouts, no nothing. Damn. Like the. The thing that really set it off for me is when like the the video came out of just like them in the timeout and Le- LeBron was just like staring off into space <laughs> and didn't talk to nobody. They like, say shit, bruh. <laughs> I he balled the fuck out. Like LeBron had fifty one eight and eight that game. I truly Ball. felt like that game was kind of the deciding factor for the rest of the finals, honestly. Because yeah. I felt like if they'd have took that game or they would get that game, it kind of would have changed the course of how things kind of played out. But they got their ass as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were doing the show then. I'm pretty sure I predicted a sweep or close to it. So I was surprised. Like, that was one of the best games I've ever seen LeBron play. And that's saying a lot because it's LeBron James. Right, but, exactly. like, he poured his heart into that and, like, for, for it to lose. Oh, 
in that manner, like, if he wasn't Ooh. planning to leave Cleveland before that, like, that probably cemented it automatically. He's like, yeah, I'm out this. <laughs> Kevin Durant hitting, hitting that three on him in that, uh, was it game five? Game four, game five? I, can't I think that was before. the year before. Was that, was that the year before? I thought yeah. that was the same damn year. Jesus, please. But, I mean, like, there were, like, four Cavs Warriors finals, so, like, I get it, like, why you'd be <laughs> confused, but, yeah, no. Wasn't it, like, seven years straight with either LeBron or Steph in two damn well, LeBron finals went to the finals shit? ten years in yeah, a row. Yeah, ten years in a row, yeah, bro. Damn, bro. Ridiculous. LeBron, guys. A whole decade. Straight. In the finals, bro. Tired. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, like, again, like, having the the first person experience, well, not first person experience, but, like, as a Bucks fan, like, you realize, like, going to, like, deep in the playoffs every year, like, that shit is exhausting. Like, even yeah. from a fan perspective where you're just, like, living and dying with every possession, like, imagine that as a player that you got to get up. Like, Boston has played every other day for the yeah. last yeah. three weeks, I think. Woo! That's why everybody hurt every other day. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, shout out to LeBron. Um, yeah. But also, thank you, JR, because that was the meme <laughs> that, like, that kept on giving because that, that, that was the time. Somehow that was four years ago already. That's crazy. <laughs> Good old JR. But as a reminder, uh, we do have another show. It's every Thursday. What is it? 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, it's called Overtime. Mm-hmm. And you can catch it only two places. Two. The first. Our good no, friends, no, no, no. <laughs> our good friends at The Good News. They have a radio app. You can download that at their website. For mm-hmm. sure. Or... You can subscribe to our Technical File YouTube page. YouTube. YouTube. Only two places that you can get that show. Mm-hmm. And this week, we will be previewing the NBA Finals. So, if you came to this episode thinking we're going to talk finals, yeah. you're going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait 48 hours, and then you will get our <laughs> thoughts on the 2022 20, NBA Finals. Uh, we will be talking basketball, though, so don't turn it off. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Any other housekeeping? Uh, we will be launching... Our brand new merchandise website. For sure. Um, we'll have, it's, uh, through Teespring. Um, so you can actually pretty much, like, we have lots of colors, lots of uh, different items that we have our logo on. So if you want to support us, please do that through our uh, through our merchandise page, which we will be adding to our social media. And mm-hmm. I'll try to talk to somebody to get that into the description of this show. Do we got the little short joints? Like the, the Hoochie Daddy shirts. The Hoochie Daddy joints. Uh, no, but I, oh, I thought I seen some. I'm like, oh, okay. Hoochie Put a logo. Put our logo on that motherfucking oh, thigh. Yeah, bro, I'm out here. Thighs <laughs> out. Told you thighs and lies all summer. Thigh, hey, thighs <laughs> and lies. There we go. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> Live my best life. Thighs and lies. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like. Oh, never mind. I ain't even gonna go there. Um, game that needs. <laughs> game that needs a name. Ooh, I had one. Oh, damn, I had one early. Oh, I don't know how this is going to sound, though. Oh, okay. So y'all can wreck me if I'm... All right, go ahead. A little off. I'm about to say something wild. Who's oh. the... Cold white receivers. How about just white receivers? This thing is... It used to be a bunch of them back in the day. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can't, like... Who, how you going to say, like, who's cold I, or not? I thought of Jordy Nelson. So just say white receivers. But he cold. Not all, not all of them cold. Who was like, But again, like, we, how we going to say, like, oh... You know, like somebody say Wayne Corbett, you'd be like, he ain't cold. Like, how you gonna say, like, damn, you right? So, just gotta be it. I only can think of one, so we gotta do something. What is it? Jordan Nelson, was it? White receiver. Oh, really? Yeah, who else? Um, Cole Ed McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, I mean, we finna name them all, so we. That's what I'm saying. Let's do something else. I can't think of it. I got uh, fast food restaurants. We can do that. 
which really okay. like let's say restaurants with a drive-through because like we got into that before and it's yeah, like, we did. is this fast food or not so like fast oh, drive-through for only what i can win <laughs> 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 uh, otherwise we have uh the same two from last week olympic sports and nfl dbs nfl dbs oh no. do you got uh what's the name on the docket gladney uh no, but we can you remember you want to say we can, now? we can do DBs then. Um, but RIP to Jeff Gladney. He was the first round pick for the Vikings. Um, and then he ended up signing with the Arizona Cardinals this offseason after he had uh <clears throat> some some litigation things going on with him. But he cleared and signed with the Cardinals, and then he ended up passing away from a car accident yesterday, I believe. Twenty five years old. Right. RIP for sure. But with that being said, I'm cool with cornerbacks. Cornerbacks and safeties. I guess. Yeah, we can do that. You want to do DBs? Kale's like, man, I'll do back I mean, you got a whole thing. Bear squad to go down. It shouldn't be that hard. Oh, you ain't got no cars. We never really. <laughs> <laughs> it's all time. Like, if they play cornerback in the NFL, I mean, cornerback yeah, or I'm safety cool. in the NFL, like, yeah, I'm good. Fair game. All right. Uh, okay. Shit. You all right, y'all ready? It I know. Like, shit. I know. All right, I'm going to go with my favorite. Chan Bailey. Uh, Drell Rebus. Um, Brian Dawkins. Jair Alexander. Deion Sanders. Oh, Champ Bailey? I said Champ yeah. first. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Ty Law. Rod Woodson. Charles Woodson. Hmm. That's where I was going to. Uh, Terrell Buckley. Uh, Darnell Savage. Uh, Ray Buchanan. Razul Douglas. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Because <laughs> I had a list, and I was like, if I could hit the list without nobody saying it, I'd be all right. You just had to go down your team. I, your I wasn't listening when you first said it. I was like, God damn it. All right, you gonna win one one week. I know. Eventually, Martin Hanks was my next one. <laughs> that was good. Martin. You don't remember Martin Hanks? He used to do like the <laughs> chicken neck. <laughs> no. yeah. I probably did. If I seen highlights from him, I probably be like, oh, okay. I remember Leroy, <laughs> Leroy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> like he kept hitting Packers so quick. Like I didn't know Wes Welker. The Amendolas, the Welkers, the Saint Saint. Oh, not Saint Louis. L.A. Rams. Cooper Cup. Oh, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> they well, had a couple. Cooper Cup. Well, we can do that next week. All right, bet. Um, but yeah, that's all the housekeeping I got. So uh, I guess we can get into the show. For sure. There we go. It's like an NBA whistle. It's late sometimes. <laughs> but Bro, it's they had to time. wait for the shot to fall. All the minutes. <laughs> Uh, but with that being said, we do have our NBA Finals set. Um, we do. The Western Conference champions are the Golden State Warriors, who defeated Dallas four games to one. Mm-hmm. And Boston defeated Miami four games to three. Which um, side do you want to start on? Uh, we could, shit, we might as well get the Warriors one out the way. That was, that was pretty quick. <laughs> it was. Um, so da- last time we met, uh, Golden State was up 3-0 um, mm-hmm. going into the game that night. Dallas did ma- manage to avoid the sweep, um, but they were eventually blown out in game five. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> another in a long string, a long string of blowouts in these NBA play- playoffs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love them. There really isn't much to take away from that series aside from the Warriors are back and... Luca needs some help. I was just say Luca tried. They talking about Levine, possibly in, in Dallas. I can I mean, see it. what they giving up. They don't have to. They got money. No, they don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. I thought they did. You had to be mm-hmm. a sign and trade if they yeah. did. Damn. I'm saying so. They just add him. I don't know. 
I mean, they have some flexibility to make moves, but like if they're Adam Levine, like they can't just sign them outright. Like yeah. they will have to pretty sure get rid of Brunson because he's a free agent this year. And the rest of them are on five. <laughs> no, but no, I, I've heard that rumor there, but uh, mm-hmm. no, Luca does need a little bit more. But help, know, I mean, he need help. Dude. He made it to the Western Conference Finals. Was it two years in a row now? No, no. Remember they kept getting eliminated by the Clippers. Yeah, I thought that was the Western Conference. Got past oh no, that's right. They never made it to the damn championship. Yeah, he yeah. Just got past yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I mean, he making progress by himself. Right. I mean, like that ain't fair to his teammates. <laughs> like it's not like he just. I mean, still, like, like, everybody like, said he need more help, and he's getting incremental <laughs> help, and he's getting incrementally further. Again, like I come back to this thing that we do for young offensive superstars, and it's like, oh, he needs some help. He needs some help. But like, we kind of ignore all the things that he's not doing. Defense. He ain't there for that. I mean, he played better in the playoffs. I'm not saying like he's there to be a defensive stopper, but like if you look at somebody like Steph, like Steph is obviously the weakest defender in the Warriors starting five, but he right. busts his ass to make sure like he don't get picked on. Mm-hmm. And like they still do, but that's they much, try to, but like <laughs> that's too much he, energy though. If Luca the number one option on offense, Steph I need is, him to save his Steph's energy. That's off ball movement, bro. Yeah. But he got multiple people that can still shoot around him. Luca is literally just like, all right, when we come down, I gotta I, I gotta have a ball for us to score. He could pass that mother sooner. No, he got he's he has, he has Dinwiddie, he has Jalen yeah. Brunson, like he has Tim Hardaway Jr. when he's healthy. Like uh-huh. it's not like he's the only person yeah, that exactly. can handle the ball. Yeah. And like they do get offensive con- contributions from again, Brent Brunson, Dinwiddie. Uh-huh. They got shooters and Finney mm-hmm. Smith and uh-huh. Uh, Reggie Bullock mm-hmm. yeah. They have bigs That can at least Roll to the basket And get you buckets Or can mm-hmm. step out And hit three So it's like yeah. The cover isn't Completely bare But what I come back to Is like The Hawks made A surprise Conference finals run Last year They came into this year Thinking like Oh yeah We're gonna start Right back off Where we yeah, left sweet. Off, And then they Woo. came Out the mm-hmm. gates And were just trash And never really got Their season on track mm-hmm. So like, like for year. me It's like a young team that overperforms, like you got to make sure that you're still building toward. Like you can't just like rest on your laurels and be like, "Oh yeah, we set. Like we got a good squad." Like, on yeah. You got to keep like just imagine that you got eliminated from fir- in the first round again. Like that's the same mentality that you got to have. Like you're much closer to a first round exit than you are from getting back to the conference finals. When you factor in yeah. next year, Denver's gonna be better. Mm-hmm. The Clippers gonna be better. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, the Lakers gonna be better. So like mm-hmm. you have teams and nobody's like obviously gonna fall off except maybe Utah, depending on what they do. So yeah, if they blow like up. the West is gonna be stacked next year. So you gotta go in with them with a growth mindset mm-hmm. That's fair. that we gotta keep pushing. So like yeah. when I say like Luke needs help, I'm saying that they need to keep improving this roster. Like, this roster was good for this season. They really went on a tear, like, once they really got one healthy, but then also mm-hmm. got rid of Porzingis, and they got acclimated to Jason Kidd. I was saying add a kid. Like, that was huge for him, yeah. honestly. Also, going yeah. back to Milwaukee, his Milwaukee tenures, like, first year, had a great defense. Second year, NBA figured it out. Like, they also, <laughs> as a coaching That's staff, true. need to make sure that they aren't getting picked apart once teams have time to really go through the, uh, go through the tape. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can get that. Yeah, and Luke is capable of playing defense. He showed that in, in even in this series, especially at the beginning, like he can he can hold his own when he has to. And he's six mm-hmm. nine or something like that. Six seven. Six seven. Yeah. But like Jason Kidd challenged him. Like I want to say it was midway through the Phoenix series because yeah. mm-hmm. they started yeah. picking on him yeah, like they real. Like they were They're like, his ass. Where, "Who got Luca? All right, bring your ass here." Uh-huh. Chris Paul <laughs> went to work. So, like. He has it in him. So, like, I'm not saying, like, he has to come out and be, like, defensive player of the year. But, like, right. just yeah. make it so that you're not the mark, essentially. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Um, or you, they have to hide you in the corner. Exactly, because like then you got everybody like making up for you, and then it's like a Go Bear in Utah situation where like he going around trying to plug every leak, and it's just like, what if they had a Go Bear? That is like one of the most attainable players theoretically in the league, and I think that then Woody has a salary to match. Because mm, I don't know if he's about like himself, no, but like he'll cover a lot he, of it. Yeah, I was gonna say like he he can be like the basis of that trade. Um, now what that does to their offense since they really exploited like the five out thing, I don't know. Um, but like. The problem in Utah when they get to the playoffs, for me at least, is that Gobert is their defense. Like everybody else is like an average to very subpar <laughs> defensive player. So like if you have again Finney Smith and Bullock as your defensive wings that can chase around like the best players, mm-hmm. then you aren't just relying on Rudy at the rim to kind of stop everything. And they yeah. can't spread you out to the extent that other teams have in the past. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Because I'm, I'm just kind of thinking of what, who would be available for Dallas to kind of chase. Because Mitchell might be available, and then you can, again, Dinwiddie can go that way. Because then you're losing a backcourt man. You add Dinwiddie. He can, he's a capable starter too. He'll give you the buckets and the assists if he needs to. He won't be the focal point of the offense, but he'll be good enough for you to get you some buckets, orchestrated and shit like that. Conley will still be there, maybe, maybe. But it's other teams that's been looking for Conley too. So it's like. Luca can that, that Dallas has some options. I would so say. reframing it a little bit. Do you think that they should go like star hunting, or should they keep building like a perfect ecosystem around Luca, where like you're just getting like a bunch of like great role players that can fit around him? Before I answer that, what do you consider Jalen Brunson to be? Because what I'm thinking is they need a number two, but if Brunson can be their number two option, they would just need another three. I think Brunson is closer to elite role player than second star, if that makes sense. Like, I think if if Jalen Brunson is on your team, like, you want him to be, like, your third, maybe fourth best player. Like, mm-hmm. him as your second best player, I don't think that that gets you. Like, as great as Luke is, I don't think that gets you where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then I think that they should probably find another. Like, they need yeah, they star. need a second star. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like Brunson a lot, mm-hmm. and I think that he's still developing and still getting better and stuff like that. So he can eventually become like whatever second star they get, he'd be number, option number three. Which mm-hmm. option number three with him would mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. So like I, basically, like Van Vliet and Jalen Brunson are like the Spider-Man pointing <laughs> me. Like I look at them as basically like the same dude, just like you know two or three years difference in age isn't he um, available too coming available this summer i think he's a free agent next year so they're like he may be on the block this year because they don't want to pay him going forward hmm. theoretically again i also saw og ananobi is possibly yeah i saw that available but everybody named mama gonna want him mm-hmm. i mean if this playoffs has taught us nothing it's like you can never have enough wings, wings. <laughs> <laughs> um which obviously is what Toronto was building, mm-hmm. but yeah. the report was that he wasn't happy about like basically Scotty Barnes coming in and taking his role, Scotty like Cole. him getting pushed I hear further you, down. Cole. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I get that, but that would be like us bringing in Q and being like, he get all your mic time. You'd be like, hey, well, what I'm what I'm supposed to do here? Yeah, <laughs> no, that ain't happening. I ain't, I I'm just saying, like, how would you react that. to that though? You'd be like, nah, man. I take my here. time back. What you talking about? I'm going back to I'm going to 72 and 10, then, right? And you know, we're going to turn up over there. <laughs> like, I need my own space. Hey, we trading? 
but yeah, so like, sh- but shout out to Dallas. Like, I was skeptical mm-hmm. about the Jason K hire. That seems to have been the right decision so far. Um, I've been saying like, Luka needs to show it. He showed it. First team All NBA, I believe. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and their defense like got way better like throughout the season trading porzingis was definitely the right move like even if it was just getting porzingis off the team mm-hmm. so whatever bertans and then what he gave you was kind of a bonus and they gave you a lot especially like through the playoff run so um yeah they, i think they're on the right track again like they just need to avoid the trap that atlanta fell into last year which is oh we made it and and avoid resting your laurels avoid avoid the juggernaut because them motherfuckers is damn near back bro but. yeah also i think that golden state was just a bad matchup which is what I kind of considered going into that series. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk about our predictions. Like, what I know, I had Warriors in six. I think I had. Oh shit! I, I think I chose Dallas. Yeah, I thought. I thought <laughs> Y'all definitely jumped out Dallas. 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 I did say Dallas. How many games? Uh, let's see. So I had Dallas. Eric had Golden State. Camille had Golden State, and Ken had Dallas. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all right, though, because, I mean, and then Golden State possibly getting, uh, well, one, shout out to Steph for winning the, the uh, Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson Western Conference MVP, yeah. Western Conference Final MVP award. Correct. Um, but also, they may be getting Gary Payton Jr. Oh, the, yeah, the third. The second. second? Gary Payton. Gary Payton Jr. <laughs> is a completely different person. For Gary sure. Payton has two sons named Gary Payton. One's Jr., one's the second. Damn. But, yeah. <laughs> Gary GP too, he may be coming back, and that's gonna be a big boost to their defense and they bench and their rotation mm-hmm. because he can go out there and give cats. They he even was in the post a couple times too, like he's gonna give him different dynamic if he can come back as well. And then, then I would kind of because as of right now I'm still leaning towards Boston, but if we he comes about that tomorrow, don't spoil. Correct, but is if he's able to come back like they did that without him and they had com- big contributions from Kaminga mm-hmm. and Wiggins Moody, and Moody 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 I was surprised Moses Moody Moses Moody <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised the contribution they kind of, he kind of chipped in I wasn't expecting to hear his name honestly in the mm-hmm. postseason <laughs> but they got it across the board so congrats to Steph and them Clay Nuclear you brought us here so like I did like I we got Dallas out of the way like shout out to them on a great season but to your point like the Warriors won that series like the warriors took that series and <laughs> like we're done here like it's, it's over we'll give you one and then we got we got we gonna have to move on we need some rest um so yeah shout out to steph mm-hmm. clay had a great game five um draymond did draymond things looney pool wiggins had a great series um did like just, the warriors the warriors look great um and i really don't know what more to say like there isn't much to take away like they're they kind of just dominate, they dominate down. Like mm-hmm. I felt like that series was close when we were here last week. I felt like that series was closer in like the outcomes of the game, mm-hmm. just because like the other games were basically blowouts mm-hmm. from tip. It's just they will alternate games <laughs> who was blowing who out. Um, so like it was somewhat competitive, but it was clear game after game. It's like okay, it's Dallas ain't in they league <laughs> right now. They ain't got it. Um. So any takeaways from Golden State and their performance? You can say no, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I don't really so. I'm no, saving it cool. for tomorrow. Like we cause we talked about it last week too, where they were on the verge of clinching. It's like 
their decade of dominance essentially like they're doing this after everybody thought they had basically done. wrote them off like you know clay's injured katie left yeah like draymond and steph are getting old and then you know. <laughs> it's just i don't know it's just crazy like what what was the last time i was in the finals for 2019 and they right like they right back like i definitely did not expect them to get back this quickly i guess what, two or three top 10 picks in the, in the meantime in between time yeah crazy and then moody was like yeah. 14. nuts mm. so yeah we we, we it's, it's fun to watch they faded to the background and rebuilt right right under our noses yeah but it wasn't just like the picks like they also had internal growth from pool like mm-hmm. Looney is apparently like baby Draymond. <laughs> like, yeah. now. Um, and then like they got they filled in with the right type of role players. Like for some of them years, like they had like Kai Bowman and Kelly Oubre and D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell, like players that just didn't fit with the way to go and stay plays. Yeah. But they brought they identified the right types of players and brought them in. So like Otto Porter and yeah. Bielitsa and Gary uh Gary Payton the second. <laughs> Juan Toscano Anderson like who hasn't really been playing but like he at least showed that he can play within them si- in that system so mm-hmm. if they need a 6-7 dude who can just run around and play defense like they got that and he's just growing in you it. know what I mean like it's just they kept br- they know who they are and they bring in players to fit what they do mm-hmm. it's fun to watch mm-hmm. they need to chill out <laughs> no. oh y'all ain't got nothing for hey. I mean half <laughs> your fan base is rooting for him again so who? Oh man, they ain't they ain't real. They ain't real. Says the dude that started that jumped on the books. <laughs> I'm not a bad. I, I live here. It's different if a nigga don't live here. They live in California. Okay. All right, man. I don't like the books no more. Y'all feel better? I fuck with the books. You say that is, that, is that better? You say that today. Because they better? got knocked out of the playoffs. Like if they was if they, they was in, the oh, like, yeah, it's it's four four day. I don't understand how I get. Come here, where you at? Right there. These niggas, every fucking show, nigga. These niggas want to talk about. Oh, I always, always wanted the Bucks to win, except when they play the Lakers. Camille said, "Also, the Warriors system is hard to learn. Guys need to need uh, time to learn it, and you see them shining now." Yep. Mm-hmm. That was talking about with Toscano Anderson. Like he's gonna grow into the system too. Like Zach, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Zach Lowe brought up that point. He's like, "Yeah, last year, like the back." down the home stretch like the the Warriors went I think 15 and 5 like mm-hmm. they went on a tear and then got eliminated to play play in but when they went on that tear it was after Wiseman got hurt so he was out of the lineup mm-hmm. I think Ubre got hurt and he was out of the lineup they started playing Juan Toscano Anderson and players of that ilk where it's just like okay you know how to play with us mm-hmm. let's go and like that unlocked Steph like Steph went on the tear Draymond mm-hmm. was back being Draymond and it was kind of like you could kind of see like oh damn they really got something going until uh, they met Jock and, and LeBron saw <laughs> four rims and was like, "Oh man, I just I just aim for the one in the middle. I just aim for the one in the middle is just terrible. <laughs> exactly for no damn reason. <laughs> Wait, ain't nobody asked that. Ain't nobody brought it up. No reason. I just seen three, four rims where I just aim for the one that's right right in front of me. All right, bro. Man, it's just lying. <laughs> <laughs> you got to boost the legacy. Oh snap, bro. You gotta love me, bro. But moving to the other conference, um, like I said, Miami lost to Boston four games to three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that series, though. I mean, everybody, everybody, including Draymond Green, wrote off Miami after Game Five. It's like Draymond even went on national television. Yeah, <laughs> and said, I'm gonna tell you who I think we're gonna play. We're gonna play Boston. That's who we're gonna play. Apparently, and that pissed off Miami. Yeah, it did because <laughs> they were talking big shit after they 
came out and game beat six. the shit out of Boston in Game Six. Yeah, like it really, like it, I don't know what the final score was, but it was not as close as as whatever the final score was. Um, like Jimmy came out, dropped forty seven. PJ Tucker was flying around on defense. Like they were just like completely locked, locked in. in. Yeah, um, that was a really good game too. Which I mean, like after game, United has them was like, oh man, Draymond broke the code. Uh, let's actually I have the whole I have the whole quote. Let's, let's see. Uh, this is Udonis Haslam speaking. He said he let Shaq peer pressure him into saying some shit he ain't got no business saying. <laughs> I didn't sleep much after he said that. That was some bullshit. We're going home. We did what we're supposed to do. Don't ever count us out. And uh, he also said I don't know what part of the game. Oh, sorry. PJ Tucker said I don't know what part of the game is that um, a player picking the team before they're out. That's crazy, bro. And it's like. I get it. Like they're super competitive people. Like they take any slight, mm-hmm. like super personally. But mm-hmm. don't talk about me. At the same time, it's like, did y'all see how y'all played in Game Five? Because <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like I, I didn't expect them to win the series after that because Jimmy was on one leg, Kyle Lowry was completely useless, Max Strus couldn't hit a shot, and Bam looked scared as fuck. So it's like, I. I get it, but like maybe play with that pride before you get called out on national television about it. Cause, and then like maybe wait until you actually close out the series before you start taking a victory lap. Like, yeah, tell Draymond we said thanks. It's like, okay. You still got one more game, my guy. I was gonna say, like, he put the battery in your pack, he put the battery Uh, pack in your back for a game, and then y'all went out the next game. It's like, that game seven was pretty good. No, game seven was great, and they Uh put up a great effort, but again, it's like, don't talk your shit until the job is done. Exactly. Like, Draymond, until you know you're going to go see Draymond. Like, exactly. He came back like, and I said, <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> so, the Max Struess three, was it a three or was the foot on the, on the line? I feel like his foot, his back heel was on the line. You want to set it up? All right. So, apparently there was like a nine, well, the Heat went on a run. Mm-hmm. It's like a 9-0 run. Mm-hmm. Max hit a nice little sidestep. Drain that mud from the corner. He did travel his ass off on that. But he did. <laughs> they didn't call it. They didn't call it, but it looked like, so his back heel looked like it touched the out-of-bounds line on his left foot. Mm-hmm. They called they, it good. They called it good. Let the game kind of roll for me. <laughs> and all of a sudden, out the blue, hey, y'all, no, 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 that don't count. That don't count no more. Next thing you know, the Heat down three points. Well, three points less than what they had. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like, and I'm sure as the Heat fans, I'm, I would have been pretty pissed. Too. Yeah. Like what? The entire like y'all didn't even y'all could have stopped the game, y'all could have chilled, y'all could review the game for a minute. Y'all didn't have to let us keep rolling. Well, okay, so just to explain like why that was, and like I admit like I've never seen it on that type of play, but like essentially like if there's a questionable like is that a two or a three? Is the foot on the line? Was that a shot clock violation? Like those are things that can be reviewed back in the New York home office. Like they don't have to stop the game to review that. Just at the next stoppage of play, like New York will like buzz in, like, hey, that two, that that shot you called a two, actually his foot was behind the line, that was a three. Or like things of that nature. So like that's what happened is that they went back, they looked at instant replay in the home office in New York. Took them a minute. (laughs) Well, again, like the play didn't stop. So like it kept going. They marked that as like, oh, we need to check that out by the time that the next stoppage of play took place. They're like, no, actually, it's a, it's no basket because he stepped out of bounds first. For the next day. Again, like, I knew that it applied to is it a two or a three and right. is it a shot clock violation? I didn't know, like, you can go back and review out of bounds because, like, 
if you remember, I think it was one of them years that uh, KD was on the Warriors. Remember, he had like that thing where he stepped out of bounds like for four steps and then like knocked it in. I think it was against Houston. Do y'all remember that? Oh, it was like God. super obvious. Like, he stepped, out, stepped of bounds, out of bounds and then came back and in. And then like like he was out of bounds when he hit the ball. Like it was like his third step. He hit the ball. It got knocked back in. And I think the Warriors hit a three. And James Harden was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, y'all, you can't tell me you ain't see his big ass over there out of bounds. Right. So like what what I read that um, it is is that if it immediately leads to a shot, mm. then they can review it. Like if it was he stepped out of bounds and then passed it and somebody shot it and hit a three. Then they can't go back and look, which hmm. it's again, still weird. Yeah, it's, it's just like it doesn't feel right in that instance. Like that mm-hmm. should be like to your point, like maybe a stoppage of play, like review that. Yeah. But again, like they've taken so many other reviews out. Like I don't know. Like it, it's a bad look for the NBA. It's kind of like sometimes you just gotta live with human error mm-hmm. to an extent. Makes yeah. more sense. Um, but yeah, like to your point, like if I was a Miami fan, I'd be pissed because took three points off the board. Took three points. Like off the they board. voided the whole thing. Like they ain't mm-hmm. even shit. They ain't just voided the whole. Like dang. Because the thing is, like that would have changed things. Like mm-hmm. then it would have been a dead ball. Miami could have got back and got their defense mm-hmm. set. It could have it changed like the whole flow of the game. So to go back retroactively and be like, actually, no, we gonna take them off. Um, it's weird. But speaking of controversial three pointers in that game. Uh, Jimmy Butler actually had, and so first of all, Boston was up, I think, fourteen with like three or four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami had a furious comeback in the last couple minutes yeah. to the point where Jimmy Butler had an opportunity to take a three-point shot opportunity um, <laughs> with fourteen seconds left. So he's on a fast break. He has only Al Horford in front of him. He stops, mm-hmm. pulls up for a three. Um, mm. Decision is pretty split. Like whether that was a good shot for Jimmy, a bad shot. Like he where do y'all open. where do y'all stand? He was wide open. Like no, he's also like a career like thirty no, percent. I hear you, but he also had a couple games this no, series bro. where he hit like four threes. So no, it was like, no. he, bro, I'm, I'm finna go no. look and see what he bro, did because bro, he was, bro, he was wide open. Okay, okay, hold on. So no, like bro. you're saying that because he was wide open, that's a shot to win the game. Like you're feeling like not stats, but just like you're feeling on like when he rises up for that three. What are you thinking? He, like he felt it. Shit, that's if he felt that that was the best yeah, shot he should have took in that moment, as opposed to trying to meet Al Horford at the rim, which Al Horford is athletic enough to go ahead and contest it. He felt I'm a coach Carter. This shit. Oh we got 18 God. seconds left. Let me pull up. <laughs> no. He pulled up, bro. He pulled up and shit. <laughs> it didn't go in. It just didn't, it just, As a Laker fan, I've seen this shot way too many times <laughs> to tell you that it's a bad fucking shot. All right? I'm damn near an expert at this shit because Westbrook do it damn near every game. But no, okay, the reason why I say that it was a bad shot is because he had a clear shot. He could have got to the, to the rim. Bro, Al Horford was backpedaling, bro. You telling me that I couldn't just whip past this dude, bro? He was back. I'm watching it live. Like, bro, why you pull up? Like, this man backpedaling. Like, come on, bro. It was an easy two, bro. I hear you, but it was an easy two. If bro. he felt like in that moment, but that's not him though. Like I, I understand. Like he, he, he streaky, bro. And he felt it again. I was like, okay, he felt. It. I was still. It was a bad. It was a bad. Okay, two, correction on my Tim stat. He had one game where he hit four threes. <laughs> Other than that, he was one for four, he one for five, zero oh for two, zero oh for zero. Oh. <laughs> one. He ain't take a three. In game that's five. A, that's not his game, bro. That's not his well, game four. I'm sorry. And then one for three and 0 for two. But he, he, had, he was four for eight the game before. 
But you was trying to make it sound like he's Steph Curry or something here. <laughs> Again, if in that moment <laughs> he felt head. in that moment he felt like this is the best thing for me to do. Cause he Jimmy Butler, we all know he's mid-range and gonna hit the paint. We know mm-hmm. that. And that's his game. That's where he's at. That's where he's most comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he felt like in that moment, you know what? We need this. I feel that shit. Let it fly. No, bro. Now if I see Al Horford backpedaling <laughs> to the basket. Pull up! No, bro. I'm coming straight to I'm coming straight to the bucket on him, bro. So he's easy too. Get like, back on D. In the moment, I was like, that Jimmy Butler shooting a three, like, you could probably get a better shot than that. Exactly. Like understanding that he's wide open. But it's kind of like you wide open for a reason. Like I put myself <laughs> as, as a as a Bucks fan. It's like if Giannis is coming down and he pulls up for a three in that situation, I'll be like, bro, no! <laughs> like take your ass to the rim. Uh-huh. So like Camille chimed in. So she said he did make the same shot in the second quarter though. Um, he decided to go for the win over the tie. So I'm not mad at his decision. He said his teammates were cool with it. I think he should have taken the two. And I don't disagree with that. But that was actually what I was going to get to is that he did make the same exact shot Felony. in the second quarter. Like, <laughs> So it's a, a shot that he's comfortable with. He's seen it go through. He has the confidence there. Mm-hmm. Also, you got to factor in. At that point, he had paid 47 minutes and, if my math is correct, yeah, he was 38 seconds or, or 36 seconds. Dog uh, so he was tired. He was going for the win. Like, Also, I don't know if Miami would have won a game in overtime. Like, You're really just prolonging. You're playing not to lose yeah. instead of paying to win. Mm-hmm. So like, and it's Jimmy Butler on Miami Heat. Like he is their best player, and really in that situation, are you trying to get an open shot for Struess? Are you trying, like, you know, like mm-hmm. there aren't really great options on the board at that point. And again, like if you're Jimmy Butler and you're like, fam, I'm on my last legs. Like, <laughs> like this I can it, end this shit right now. I wouldn't have done it, but I understand it, and I don't have a problem with it. I feel like he took seconds. into account that even though Horford was backpedaling, he still can give him enough of a contest at the rim. That like, too. Horford has made some amazing blocks throughout this entire playoffs. He tied shit too. that you like, bro. He tied, too. I hear you, but he ain't he ain't lose his height. He tied, too. <laughs> he still can put a damn hand up and make it a contested shot. He took them. The, in essence, what was the most wide open shot outside of stepping one step inside the line? I understand and, because y'all Bucks fans and y'all feel like, you know, what Al Horford was doing to y'all. But it's different. He was doing it doing it. <laughs> he was doing it during the Heat series too. Hey. Think about this though. Like it's 14 seconds left in the game. Um, he is like he would basically have to get like mauled to get a foul. So like if Horford is backtracking and then he is, like just stands up like, "Yo, I'm gonna contest this." Like he can basically get away with murder at that point, and it's not gonna get a foul call. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, it's an easy two until you know he knock your ass out the air. That was, yeah, like this one. Wait, I'm, I'm going. I'm but watching. Still, I'm I, watching pull up again, real quick, in, in real time. Of, instead of him pull up, like that. That makes more sense. Like I would have felt better. Like yo, he tried to get the easy two. He got blocked. Horford, you know, whatever. But just to pull up and you was wide open and miss, bro. Wait, no, bro. That wasn't gonna be no easy. What is y'all talking about? Bro. Horford was standing at the free throw line, bro. Show him. Hold on. You better your finger, man. Horford is right there. That's not no Press easy play. two. Press play, bro. Wait, y'all said he was backpedaling, so it would have been an easy two. If we stop, when he decided to pull up, he's right there in front of him. Press play. He literally in his way. Press play. (laughs) He contested the three. (laughs) (laughs) What are y'all talking about? (laughs) He was not wide. Bro, come on. Come on, bro. I knew what I knew what I saw, bro. Like, Horford was right there. Camille, send send the right footage to this group (laughs) chat. 
Like, bro, he was at the free throw line send, and one no easy blow by. Send the right foot again in the. He was not getting what he wanted at that rim, Camille. If I show you this dog on video, my man's is right there. He even stepped hey. up from the free throw line from backpedaling, like y'all was saying. Hey. So now he's supersonic. Like right now, I said, this, I said what I said. And came up and contested the three, even though it was wide open initially. It still was a good contest. Hey. I saw a live. He was, was right. Different. You just seen the damn replay. <laughs> it was different live. No, Thank Camille. You. No, Camille. You. No, Camille. Not this one. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> Eric even agreed with me on hey, this one. They, they, he got an edited. Hey, he got an edited no. video. Or hey, hey, fam. Uh, uh, Tim pull receipts. Man. Like, I don't know what's going on. I disagree. Like there was, no. I think Jalen Brown was on the wig. Like, he no, would have been there was, at the rim. That like, ain't the right one, bro. No, he still had. It's it was three other, bodies. It's back. the other game. Seven three pointers with fourteen seconds. Nah, bro. Like no, that ain't what I seen, bro. When I seen it, I was like, no, I can see it. I can understand that. That ain't what I saw. No, nah, bro. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Hey, that was in the metaverse, nigga. I don't, don't, don't want to. That ain't wait, what I wait, saw, guys. So God what I hear is Ken agreed too. <laughs> that, ain't what I, that ain't what I see. Hey, uh, <laughs> if, you want, uh, if you want to, that ain't what it, I, it, it's I don't, open there. That's part of the up down, the some shit, some stranger things shit. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll say this, like, to, to play both sides. I don't think it was as easy as Ken and Camille are making it out to be. Like, it wasn't just a, he had an open lane to the basket. Like, Horford was right there at the free throw. Horford was there. On. They had two other. <laughs> but he stopped. Like, he stopped because he pulled up. If he would have kept driving by him, he would have dropped. You don't think Horford could have turned his body, no, bro. bro? He would have come to the right. This nigga, bro, no, bro. Uh, he hit it on Euro, he but he's still getting contested at the rim. No, bro. <laughs> like I said, like there were two other Celtics back. There's somebody in the corner, and I think Jalen Brown on the wing. Like Jalen mm -hmm. Brown even came in, like when he thought Jimmy was coming down. So like there was, there was gonna be resistance at the rim. Like it wasn't just again like a, a red carpet. <laughs> to the rim. No, and I'm not saying it was. Off. It would have been an easy shot, but it was a better. It was a easier shot than him Plus, pulling like up you, for that. Three. At some point, you just got to trust your stars. Like if if he felt in the moment like he was gonna make that shot, like I would rather go down with him taking that shot than him playing scared and playing for the tire or whatever. Yeah. See, look, see, it was a fabricated video. That's what I was. I what was what, the clip was a fabricated what video. What you talking? That was what I seen, bro. Bro, I'm. Oh my god. Wait. So Horford, I get it. I get it. But damn. That's okay. That's no, 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 no. I don't pulled. get it because he they both look. He backpacked. Wait. Right he's here. When, if he wouldn't have pulled. You thinking that he would have been able to blow right past Al Horford? He blow, but he would have been easier too, bro, than pulling up. You know, and if he drove that way, you got Tatum right there. No, bro. Yeah, Tatum and Brown were both back already. Help. No, bro. Like, maybe he kicks it out to Oladipo or Struz for a three, but is that a much better... Like, Struz, maybe. But kicking it out to Oladipo for three, like, <laughs> I don't think that that's a much better shot than... It's probably a worse shot, shot than Jimmy. With that <laughs> he didn't have to pull that shot. Uh, Camille said, because even when he did miss at the rim, that game, refs gave him free throws. Which I would understand if time, he was. Time, score and possession, I don't know if he's getting a... Again, like, short of basically a flagrant foul, I don't know if he's getting a foul call. Mm-hmm. A bailout foul call at that point. In the shit, game. they gave one on the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I ain't forget that shit. That damn bubble, bro. Ugh. Well, y'all least y'all got it. Was yeah, good to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to me. Bubble me, please. <laughs> bubble me. I think please. I was listening to y'all pod when somebody said that TJ. You know the bubble was weird when TJ Warren was out here looking like. <laughs> Now 60 damn, damn 47 <laughs> 53 Like god damn hey, TJ Warren On Sports Center Niggas like who <laughs> <laughs> Who's, 
<laughs> like 35. Like he was averaging like 42. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Hey, it was real to me, damn it. <laughs> it was good to me. Yeah. Can't about to go do a, a super spreader just to get back in the bubble. <laughs> we got Kobe in the bubble. Hey, we finna set this shit right again. Yeah, damn it. Mm-mm. But no, it was it was a fun series though, and I, I, again, I felt like Boston. It was Boston to lose, <laughs> and they damn near did. Like they, yeah. Like so, like a running joke between me and my brother. Well, not even a joke, but like a thing that we do is like. When it becomes clear what the outcome is, I'll be like, we're done here. So, like, he'll be like, come on, say it, say it. I'm like, in game seven, again, like, they were up 14. I'm like, mm, Marcus Smart shooting too much. I'm not ready to call it yet. And then they came back and, like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Marcus Smart missed, like, eight straight shots in the fourth quarter. He wanted to like be that. the nail in the coffin. <laughs> I got this. I'm like, they're not going to Tatum. They're not going to Brown. Like, it's smart show. Jalen Brown, I don't know what the fuck you got to do. But you need to learn how to dribble, fam. Uh, I thought he I, before this playoffs. I thought he had handles. I thought Jalen Brown had some handles, but uh, watching the play, I was like, "Damn!" Because Shannon Sharp always talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No, he got something." No, bro. bro <laughs> I can't dribble, and I might have a better handle than oh, no. yeah, oh, Jalen no. Brown. Like, yeah. They, as soon as he put the ball down on the floor, it's a million hands. There. <laughs> he don't want it, bro. He don't want it. <laughs> they usually get it. Like, that's funny. That's why Jalen Brown is talented as hell. He can shoot. He can drive to the lane. Uh, again, like if you don't have to put the ball down, like as a slasher, he'll cook the fuck out of you, bro. Right. Like if he didn't have to put the ball, down. <laughs> just catch it on the run. Exactly. <laughs> get to your spot. We'll shoot. We'll pass it to you. Good defender. All that jazz. That brother cannot dribble. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And like, I don't know, I don't know if Warriors have the ball pressure to do that, but like, he got to get that shit shored up because and turnovers is wild. Like Victor Oladipo was just stripping him left and Oladipo right. Oladipo was hooping this series too, yeah. uh, and just at different points. Mm-hmm. It's just, <laughs> there were a couple times where he forgot, like he can't jump as high as he used to. Like he would take off and it'd be like, oh, it, it ain't, it ain't quite no get to the top floor. And mm-hmm. it's just, <laughs> then the threes that he was missing. Ooh. I yeah, think that no, was that, that I think that was the end of oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like, he was like supposed like alright I got enough out of you I got enough <laughs> uh, for Bucks Twitter reasons I just want to point out PJ Tucker did not play at all in the fourth quarter of game seven so all that talk about like oh they're just a PJ Tucker away from it no, mm. damn he didn't play at all not in the fourth quarter why not, not a second they went with Oladipo and Gabe Vincent I mean Depot still plays some defense yeah I mean I'm, I'm just saying like that's interesting. The argument coming out of the Eastern Conference semifinals was, well, this is why they should have kept PJ Tucker. Like, oh, yeah. They defense wasn't a problem. Let's put it that way. Like, and that's the reason why he wasn't on the course, because they needed to come back. They need more offense. His so I think they scored like six points in the first half of the fourth quarter. Like they weren't scoring. Like that was Miami's <laughs> issue the entire year. It's like half court offense was a problem. Mm-hmm. And for all his greatness, PJ Tucker don't help that. So he had a couple fifteen point games for him. Know what I'm saying. Then he have a twenty point game for one game. He could have that. That yeah. don't make him an offensive weapon. No, that just right. mean he you hit right. his threes that day. You right. <laughs> Which it's again, like corner three, Bucks needed in the second round. So I'm not going to dispute you on that. But like, I, there was some litigation going on. Let's put that <laughs> but shout out to Jason Tatum. He was named the first recipient of the Eastern Conference Finals Larry Bird MVP trophy. Congratulations. So shout out to him. For sure. <clears throat> uh, 
That's kind of fitting. We went though. over your predictions for this series. I had Celtics in seven. Uh, same. I, yeah, I think I had my, my head. <clears throat> Who did I have? Yeah, I had Boston too. I think Boston six or seven went over. Did you? You had. <laughs> no, I know I didn't pick Miami though. Yeah, I feel like nobody picked Miami. Yeah, I, know I had I to like Miami. be like, hey, I don't think it's gonna be as easy as people think it's gonna be. Like people were just like completely writing off Miami, and I'm like, they gonna fight, which they did. Um, but they were outmatched, and by the end, they were just like a walking wounded unit. Like Tyler Hero tried playing in Game Seven, and it was very clear, very quickly, like he ain't have anything. Mm-hmm. And he was he had his hamstring issue, right? Oh, groin I, issue. Yeah, it was something <clears> his leg, yeah. And he was he was their sixth man of the year, though. I mean, the well, the league six man of the year, but for them, he, they could have definitely used his uh, his shooting. For yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, I mean, like they were down again. Lowry was kind of a shell of himself. Like it's it's sad, like seeing him and Chris Paul age because like as they get older, like they just get more desperate with like all the <laughs> dirty and grifting and flopping and all that shit. Like it's just like, bro, just who, fam? Did you see the one uh, Jalen Brown? With, I think he went through with the elbow, but he didn't connect. But uh, Lowry was in the back, knocked oh, his head, and almost gave himself whiplash and stuff. And he came back and started defending again. I'm like, bro, come on now, <laughs> come on now. Which also, it was funny. Like I think it was Bill Simmons, like somebody some prominent boston fan who's just like oh my god kyle lowry's flopping it's like bro your team got marcus smart like you have no <laughs> leg to stand on uh, at all relax but yeah <laughs> um so like i mentioned we will preview the nba finals on this week's episode of overtime so check that out on the good news radio app or our youtube mm-hmm. page for sure do it um in other nba news new orleans guard and National Basketball Players Association President C.J. McCollum has joined ESPN as an NBA analyst. He will make his ESPN debut on Thursday during the NBA Finals Celebrating 75 show, which will be ESPN 2's alternate presentation of Game 1 between the Warriors and the Celtics. McCollum will work with ESPN to develop a new podcast. He will also be an analyst for games during the coverage of the NBA Summer League, as well as some appearances on studio shows throughout the year. Oh, he's trying to become a broadcaster or a journalist. I think, I think he said he, he had a journalist background. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he, would, he his major in college was journalism. Um, so he's been preparing for this for a while. He's pretty good on TV when I've seen him so far. Um, what do you guys think of ESPN more specifically? But both of them, because Draymond's doing TNT, like them incorporating more players, active into, players? more active players <clears throat> into their broadcast. Do you think it helps? Do you... Do you not want to see it? Like, how do you? How you, it depends you on the personalities. On? Like, they didn't go wrong with Patrick Beverly. They didn't go wrong. Well, I mean, granted, Patrick was wrong, but they didn't go wrong with grabbing him. They it didn't. Was good TV, right? Yeah. Same with Draymond. Draymond got the pod though, and his podcast mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. So that wouldn't go wrong with them. You got mm-hmm. you got the Players Association president, who also has a background in journalism and is an active player, one of the better players in the league. So mm-hmm. again, they it's not like they just picking any old body. They know. Patrick Beverly is Milwaukee talkie. <laughs> they know that Draymond ain't gonna hold back for shit and gonna say whatever he really feels. And having a guy like McCullum, again, the president of the Players Association, kind of gives a little prestige to his position there, as well as his insight because he's one of the better players in the league. So, so far in these playoffs, we've had, obviously, Draymond said something that pissed off Miami, <laughs> created a whole conversation for a day and a half. Mm-hmm. You had Patrick Beverly basically settling scores <laughs> on, <laughs> on a litany of ESPN uh, properties yeah. over mm-hmm. the course of a week or two. Yelling around town. 
like basically just creating controversy. So like, I mean, again, from a TV content perspective, like I think that it's obviously good for business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like it adds anything to your enjoyment of the NBA? Do you seeing like, oh, they got CJ McCollum playing. They got, I mean, not playing, but they got CJ McCollum on TV. They got Pat Bev. They got mm-hmm. Draymond. Does that like make you play? Oh yeah, like. I'm more apt to tune in, or is it just like, just give me the, you know, inside NBA guys. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <clears throat> no, I, I enjoy having the active players. I feel like it put like a different, a different feel and a different type of spin on it. Like, even though like you got Shaq, you got Barkley, and all of them, like those are cats that we saw be great. But then to be able to see the players that's actually playing, that's actually good, or they playing have played with the good players right now, it gives a different perspective, and I enjoy it. I enjoy Draymond. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Real quick. Yes, sir. All right, Millie. We're gonna miss you. Love you. Get better. <clears throat> well, holla. All right, Dan. For the people who listen on the podcast, she just signed off. She's going to sleep. So, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Oh, dude, you got a, you got a microphone over there? Yeah, All right. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers have hired a new coach. Um, it is Milwaukee Bucks assistant, well, former Milwaukee Bucks assistant, Darvin Ham. Of course they had to take from the mill, you know. Coach Ham. (laughs) Coach going Ham. I mean, they got some of their pants from the mill, like I'm saying. What's up with y'all? Don't do that. (laughs) Darvin Ham, uh, he has been on staff with the Bucks as an assistant to Mike Budenholzer since 2018. Before Mm -hmm. that, he was with him in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, He won his first NBA championship as a coach uh, last season, obviously. Shout out, world champion Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, for the next two weeks. Um, <laughs> uh, he actually started his assistant coaching career with the Lakers in 2011 um, mm-hmm. under Mike Brown. Um, and like I said, he was with the Hawks from 2013 and 2018 with Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then followed him here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where he yeah. also, you know, he's yeah. also a good uh, role player with the Bucks in for a couple years around the turn of the century. Definitely was. Um, with his hiring, Darvin Ham, um, with Sorry, with the hiring of Darvin Ham as the new coach of the Lakers, now half of all NBA teams have a black head coach. Mm. I fuck mm-hmm. with that. So, we got two Lakers on the mic. Mm-hmm. Me and Tim will step back. Yeah, I'm quiet. Uh, how y'all feel about your new coach? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go there? No. Do you want to go there right I'm now? Just, <laughs> let have, just let me have this moment. I was going to say, I just cleared the floor for y'all to have a celebratory <laughs> Conversation. Man, shit to celebrate all season. <laughs> but you want to go there. Like, if me, you want to go there, we can go there. Let me just get this one off real quick. All right, go ahead. But, um, no, I'm all, first off, congratulations and always bet on black. Mm-hmm. So sure. that's the main reason why um, we need him to be successful. But, no, he deserves it, bro. Like, the only thing that I that I hate is that we, we are hella chaotic. Exactly. And I just hope that. He not being put in a position to fail, because yeah. I just don't want to see. I doubt it would suck for yeah, this to be, be for his first. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a it's a huge opportunity, but like the spotlight is big as hell. Mm-hmm. Like everything that you do, go get scrutinized. That's a fact. Like the media, you lose one game, the media go be at your head. Mm-hmm. I don't want them. I don't, I don't. I just don't want them to set him up for failure. Yeah, that's the main thing. Like I with like, him being black. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, just them, like the multiverse of madness around there. Like for real, for real. <laughs> Not it's, for real, bro. It's super chaotic. <clears throat> and that's the only thing that really, like I said, he definitely deserves it. And mm-hmm. it's I can't come in and be like he's he's gonna be like the savior or mm-hmm. whatever. But they need to do a good job of making sure that they give him the pieces that he can do his job well yeah. and prove that he can actually coach. Yeah. Okay. Cause you can't expect this man to come in and coach yeah. what, what, what he go coach. Like he only can do with what 
We provide them with and LeBron the coach. Mm-hmm. LeBron, yeah, yeah, you know that. LeBron is assistant coach. We're yeah, he is assistant like coach. That, you know, he only, but I'm happy. I'm super happy, man. It's, it's good to see a, a black coach. Uh, someone he's qualified. I mean, shit. Yeah. So, do y'all I'm feel, happy. Do y'all feel like uh, with the roster that you guys currently have? Granted, you got a whole offseason to figure out the rest. Yeah, of we're gonna have to figure but, out some shit. But word on the street is y'all not trying to give away assets to get rid of Russ either. So y'all, he's, he's there. I've been came to grips with that at the end, of, like yeah, towards man. the end of the season. Last year, I was just like, we're gonna have to run it back with him for because what what possibly can we do? We just gotta, figure, we gotta figure it out. Yeah, we'll handle draft pick. Like we we gave so much. Come on, dog. Like just reliving that whole shit, bro. It's just, we, just gotta, we gotta figure it out. Yeah, and again, like now we gotta just dig ourselves out the hole. And again, like I just don't want Darvin Ham to be set up for failure. Dog. Exactly. Because right right now, as looking at everything, is just like. Boss, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just got to figure it. We gonna thug it out, bro. Figure it out. We gonna thug it out and see what we can do. We can really do it, shit. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, hopefully that you know Palinka does his job and yeah. we'll, the front office do what they do, um, so we can actually put some pieces around and be competitive this year. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even for the jump out the window. Like, oh, we going to playoffs. Yeah. We just have to be competitive. Competitive this year. Yeah. So there are two things. Because again, like he. Bucks legend, Darvin Ham, mm-hmm. assistant coach. Like he's coming from here. Like mm-hmm. I, black dude. Like I just want to. Yeah. I want to see him win. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. like there are two things that make me feel better about this situation going in that I had concerns about when it was reported that he was the front runner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, LeBron's reaction when he got hired. LeBron tweeted out, "Let's go, welcome okay, to the yeah, Lakers." Yeah. Like yeah, he was happy. Plenty of emojis. Like you know, yeah. typical LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like LeBron it at least in- indicates that he's on board. He's with on this board. Hire. Yeah, like he's exactly. not gonna undermine him from jump. Like he actually has respect for this coach, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yeah, for yeah, LeBron James. Definitely need that. Like yeah. you need the buy-in from LeBron first and foremost That's before anything else. Mm-hmm. Like when you take that job. That's mm-hmm. a fact. So like that makes me feel better. Also, he's being allowed. It might seem minor, but he's being allowed to pick his own coaching staff. No, that's yeah. that's, that's, that's a, that's a big thing. Has not been yeah. the case. No, with yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a big thing, for sure. Like there were even reports when it was leading up. It's like okay, they're they're they interviewed Ham. They like Ham. Hmm. They also interviewed Terry Stotts, and they're like, yeah. there was a report that came out like Stotts was like, I'm not taking an assistant job. Like if you give the job to somebody else, which indicates like they were at least considering it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and we'll be both like, alone. Don't have Kurt Ram- like. Oh, that was the third thing. Kurt Rambis is like not going to be in coaching <laughs> meetings. So it's like he's actually coming exactly. in and has an Fresh opportunity start, yeah. to you know like put his imprint on this team. Mm-hmm. He has the buy-in of the best player, mm-hmm. and he won't have interference from the front office. Like those are the two, yeah. the two primary things that kind of right. sunk mm-hmm. Frank Vogel. Like I don't know what his relationship was with LeBron, but it never seemed like never there was did, never yeah. like cheerleading from LeBron. Exactly. Yeah. Like the way that he was with Lou. I think uh, the way be, that him he, being black kind of has something to do with that yeah. too like LeBron wants to see him win too That's yeah. so. so I think that it will be a good situation for him to walk into what happens if they start you know 6 and 12 or whatever yeah. I don't know but at least <laughs> like he has a chance to implement yeah. what mm-hmm. he wants to do mm-hmm. against y'all point like hopefully the roster makes a little bit more sense even if you can't get rid of Restbrook which Probably figure, have, figure, figure out figure a way to work, them, work Yeah, yeah work like at least source, like yeah. have time to kind of implement what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and then figure it out from mm-hmm. there. And it's on oh. Russ too. He got to buy in too. Yeah. He can't like you. You got to evolve, bro. <laughs> like last year, yeah, yeah it's like like he came in. He was just stubborn. Like, bro, you, you have to evolve, bro. You got to you got to buy in. Exactly. Man. So if everybody, yeah, if he come in, buy in, be like, yo, this is all we got, bro. 
Like, what, exactly. What you can't go nowhere, B. Like, what? Like, don't do me you like gotta that. Gotta buy bro. in, bro. This all we shit. You can't do nothing else. Exactly. What, what the fuck else you gonna do? Don't be out here taking them Jimmy Jimmy uh bubble <laughs> shots. Bubble joints. Uh, <laughs> taking the shit out of them, though. Oh, oh my lord, I hate it when he one of y'all biggest weaknesses last year, I believe, was y'all defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From what I've seen across the board from the Bud coaching tree, which is interesting because he has his tentacles around the league yeah, now, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They all stress defense. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to get back to. That's what won us our championship. I don't know what his philosophy is or anything like that, but it, from the common thread from the coaches that I've seen, from the Kenny Atkinsons to the, what was it, Jorgensen, yeah. Jenkins, like all of them stress defense, defense yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And then we'll let our start. And then they kind of lean into their star. We need that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, exactly. You the have defense. three. The offense is going to be there. You have three stars. Hey, man. So it's like, do you lean into, I mean, you want to say you got to lean into LeBron? It's LeBron. But yeah. what if he, oh, I guess AD no, ain't never it's available. It's still LeBron, if, bro. What if you lean into AD? LeBron is capable of playing. He's always the first option yeah, regardless exactly. of anything. Like, that's always no LeBron, motherfucker, number one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure right. all the rest out. Yeah, we'll figure, we'll figure the rest out. They yeah, LeBron, number right. one, give him the ball. All right. right. Until this man in the wheelchair, give him the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, I want to backtrack on one of the points I just made, too. Like, I didn't, before LeBron tweeted that out, like, I didn't know what his response was going to be, but I was like, Darvin Ham has the personality from what I've observed. Like, he ain't going to take no shit. Like, he was a tough NBA player, mm-hmm. so he has the respect there. He also played on a bunch of teams with a bunch of stars that exactly. were kind of moody. Like, mm-hmm. and again, like they all have nothing but great mm-hmm. things to say about him. So like, I was like, I'm like, at least I know like LeBron ain't finna punk Darvin Ham. Yeah, not at all. Which he has a tendency, like I'm not calling him like a bully or anything. It's just like he has a strong no, personality. He has a strong personality. Yeah, and he's like gonna he's roll saying. over anybody that doesn't have a backbone. Exactly. And like, yeah. no heart, Darvin Ham has a backbone. Mm-hmm. So like, again, like I think he can <laughs> handle LeBron man. whether he, nah, he came in with the respect or yeah. not. Like. Mm-hmm. And he has a reputation around the league. Like, everybody loves Darvin Ham. Mm-hmm. So, like, no, super respected. And he's not little either. He's 6'7". Yeah, I was just about so. to say. <laughs> and he's he's not, still he's big as a motherfucker. Yeah, he's not a little nigga either. Like, he will bounce you from the club. <laughs> no, that's a fact. You want song? No, man, I'm super happy, man. Yeah, I'm excited. It brings me more, ex- like, now I look forward to the season a little more. Because now mm-hmm. I was like, all right, what are we going to do? And then, yeah, it, like, they were throwing bro. so many names out here, bro. Uh, Phil Jackson threw him. Bro, <laughs> bro they threw Phil. I'm, oh, he's going to. They gonna, said he was going to. Bro, consult, consult what, my nigga? To get rid of LeBron. Man, get out down, I told y'all. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do in New York? Go, they talking about What do you do with the Knickerbockers, bro? Hey, he Is him and Jimmy Bus still an item? That's what I was saying. Like, I think that was just an excuse for him to slide back in the DMs. Like, oh, he wasn't there trying to like, actually right, bro. Well, do Well, you put it that way, I ain't mad at He tried to get like, gracious. I see you need a coach. Let me help you out. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can do this over dinner. He can't do it with the hoochie daddy shorts. You know what they call me the Zen Master. bro. Thighs and lies all summer. He tried. He tried. I'm trying to put this Zen on you, girl. On real. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm super happy. Yeah, I'm excited. Super happy, super excited. Um, I don't want to get my hopes up either. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready too. But because I, I, I don't know, like I jumped out the window this season. Oh, <laughs> no, we it, said it, we said we they was going to the championship. Yeah, we bro, I, I jumped like completely out the window, and look where it got me. Yeah, I don't want to feel like this anymore at the end of the season. Yeah, let's bro. do like we did. What was that? 20, 2020? This ain't shit. We just see what happened. That's how I am. Yeah, on the real, see what happened. Every win gonna be something new to me, bro. Yeah, on the real. You know what got people confused? 
That damn bubble when Anthony Davis hitting all them damn threes, looking at no, that portal jump. He was no, going in the, in the bubble. I was too. looking at the portal episode today. He was stroking the motherfucker. That shit had me rolling. He was, he was, he was like, he was what he said? I got Penny. He was like, get your lanky ass down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what everybody be saying. Get your big ass down there, God. Shit. Fuck you, mean you finna take a guard. Hey, but see what happened when he started pulling threes. Wait, the threes, though. I'm like, my man's can't shoot him. Bro, <laughs> the bubble had everybody confused. Man, bubble niggas was going crazy in the bubble. I don't know what was going on. He was hitting there, him from everywhere too when just like corner elbow. Yeah, Portland game, what different game, whatever yeah. one it was. Motherfucker no, left no, him wide open, run up opposite way to court. Hey, D out here catfishing niggas, bro. Him and uh, what was just T.J. Warren? T.J. Warren, dog, cooking, acting different. I don't know what was going on in there. I wouldn't have been surprised if the Pacers made it. nothing going on. You couldn't <laughs> do nothing Niggas had to move. travel and shit. You couldn't do nothing to move. You, and then they like, didn't they uh, lift the band on weed and shit? Mm-hmm. In there? Yeah, that's oh, probably what it was. Go to your hotel room, smoke. Yeah, that's back. what it was. Whoop and go home, bro. <laughs> Tell me, I, well, I'm living a life. <laughs> I ain't got to go nowhere. The kids, and hey, the kids weren't there yet on either. The you was at Disney by yourself. They was kicking it, bro. Had the escorts there. Disney was free. Free for them. See, y'all would have been Daniel House in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas lost their marriages. Damn near lost his job. Hey, baby, what you mean? It's the bubble, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody even here. Yeah. The bubble turkey. Ain't nobody in here. Ain't nobody in the background. <laughs> 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 What is that? The church. It was the choir clapping. <laughs> yeah, that bubble was different. Nah, that was definitely crazy in the bubble, though. So it, it'll be. I'm. I'm kind of excited to see y'all season two because I'm. Yeah, I'm wondering if y'all go get a winning record this year. Yeah, I hope. I hope so, man. Yeah, man. Oh, like I said, man. Yeah, he said the bar to win that's, the record. Hey, that's all. Hey, <laughs> hey man, get we fifty, start, get five hundred. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> bro. Gotta start somewhere, man. Hey, man, we've been through some things, man. Yeah. And that man winning the championship in 2020, man, it just felt good. But seeing like how far we fell, like right after that, <laughs> within a year and a half, we got humble quick, bro. We got humble pretty quick, real, and I don't like that, bro. I ain't trying to eat no more humble you lost pie, in the bro. First round I don't want no more. Then didn't even make it. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hell of a fall within yeah, a chance. Damn, John Horse, let that be a lesson, right, bro? Find some shit. Pick some, fig, figure it out. I mean, also, I mean, we did it the last time when we won the back to back. We came yeah. back and lost to Dallas. Yeah. Got swept. But y'all won back to back. We got swept in yeah, the first round. Yeah, first round. After winning back to back, got swept. But you got two in a row. Like I'll take two in a row and then losing first round. Like, oh, that was just no. no if we didn't just lose. Say, well, we got swept. swept in the first round. Not only did they get swept, then the next year they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta. Turn some shit around, so then they go get Dwight Howard and Steve, Ooh, Steve Nash. Like, it wasn't just one year; like <laughs> it was a steady stream of L's after that. Like that was yeah, a turning we, point. Yeah, well, we like six up. years straight after that. What? I was gonna say, like they ain't making back to the playoffs again. Then my nigga yeah. Kobe got injured because it was exactly. doing too yeah. much, man. Like. When Dwight got there, dog, downhill from I had there. never been so mad at a motherfucker, dog. That was the Ronnie Terry <laughs> off here, bro. It? If I would have seen him in real life, bro, I swear I would have to. F- I would have to swing off on him, bro. <laughs> on real. I'm sorry, the first, bro. The first, the first, the first. On sight with that nigga, bro. Has he redeemed himself yet? Yeah. No. No, to me, he has. He helped us with the. Why? Because he got y'all chips? Yeah. Well, now he ain't get y'all chips. He was there. He was there. He was on the team. Rondo. He's in the bubble. Rondo was one of the. Playoff Rondo was the. That's what That was the bubble. Yeah, that was the bubble. Telling you it was the weed, man. <laughs> Everybody coming in floating like <laughs> shit. Fuck you, me, dog. Oh, yeah. go. That's why he was just shooting. He was like, shit, hopefully it's your fault. Yeah. He was shooting threes. AD. He was shooting everything. Get back to smoking weed. Yeah, <laughs> if that's what it takes, sir. Maybe it helped with his bones or something yeah. like that, sir. Get, get you a screen or something, bro. We, go, we, go, we need you right this year. Mm. 
Drink some milk, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he needs some milk. Man, he needs something. That man is Jesus always Christ. injury prone. Pedialyte, something. Get this nigga. But when he's healthy, he no, he did. Nice. We just need him to be healthy. But he's a he's a four three. He's a three. He's a four that can play the three. He ain't no five, bro. Nah, he ain't no five. You gotta realize, bro. You seven. You got to get. You got to play five a little. They gonna put Grant Williams on him. <laughs> hit the white road, bro. No, they they put Grant Williams on him and have him moving him. Hey, bro, you gotta, <laughs> okay. you gotta, play, you gotta play a couple minutes, man. Five. I'm sorry, <laughs> you gotta take these points. <laughs> LeBron, we can't put Brown at the five, bro. You tripping? Yeah. You be. That's a better option, honestly. Mm. It is, but still, we want LeBron taking them to see this. What? LeBron, that's the most important yeah. part. LeBron, like, <laughs> that's probably why he got hurt this year too. He's like, bro, I've been playing the five. He gonna be like, man, I ain't, all right, I'm taking a little break. It's a bad I'm Sub me out for a center, bro. <laughs> that's wild. But I, I, I didn't anticipate in your season. Yeah, should be fun. yeah, I'm excited, man. Any other thoughts before we move on to Kaepernick? Oh, oh man. my lord! <laughs> but um, yeah, congrats to um, Coach Ham. Yeah, we excited, man. man. Welcome to the squad, gang, gang. Congratulations on your uh, promotion, coach. Yeah, man. Gang, gang, man. We out here always bet on black. Yeah, exactly. The mill will love you forever. What, what you say? I said the mill will love you forever. Oh, I said the mill will love you forever. No, 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 the mill. I ain't know what he said. I was like, damn. No, no, bro. I ain't on that. It's freaking It ain't late enough yet. It ain't late enough yet, bro. It ain't dark enough yet. Kiki Kenzie came up. Came over real quick like that. It ain't like that. Kiki Kenzie. It ain't that kind of party yet. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, free agent quarterback Colin Kaepernick worked out for the Las Vegas Raiders last week, Wednesday. In April, Raiders owner Mark Davis told NBC Sports Bay Area that he believed Kaepernick, quote, uh, believed in Kaepernick, quote, if our coaches and general manager want to bring him in or want him to be the quarterback of this team, I will welcome him with open arms. (laughs) (laughs) If uh, so, if Kaepernick were to sign with the Raiders, he'd likely compete for backup minutes. Uh, well, not minutes. He'd be, compete for a backup role with Nick Mullins, Jared Stidham, and Chase Carbers. Um, <laughs> Las Vegas gave current starter Derek Carr a three-year extension worth 121 million dollars in April. <sighs> so they, they, it did come out like his workout went well. They were impressed by him, but there are no immediate plans to bring him in. As of yet, they say he's still in great shape. Arm still look oh. lively. He still look like he's in the best shape of his life. He probably could still run. But when was the you last know, time he played? 2016. It's six years ago. Yeah, it's 2022. It's a different game, bro. It is. Everything, they faster. Bro. They bigger. They faster. Like I under like it, like no disrespect, yeah, or nothing like that. But like I don't know. It got to come to a point, bro, where you just gotta like bow out and just understand. Like it just ain't. You know, it just ain't hit. Like, I don't want to continue to go through this. Oh, he getting worked out. Oh, he doing this. Oh, he doing that. They blow it up, get all this publicity or whatever. And again, like, he going to be at home watching the games like us. But I think this is his first official yeah, this is tryout the first time with he actually had a workout. With like, the, the last oh, one was bro. he, him and his PR team was just setting shit up and then moving. And they're saying, no. Nah. So this is progress, at least. Like, yeah. to your point, like, I do think that there comes a point of no return where, yeah. you know. I stop he, the charade. Not even necessarily that. It's just like he's gonna age out. Like, yeah, like it ain't it. Like, ain't no just like you know respect everything that he 
stands for and he's done but like six years that's a long time i don't think it's a charade for him i'm saying the nfl is doing this charade like oh yeah 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 you yeah. know it's possible you can come oh yeah, yeah. Well, i mean like they've, they've kind of run out the clock at this point where they do have that as a legitimate excuse it's like well you know he's 33 or however old he is now mm -hmm. you know we really wanted to go in the younger direction with our backup quarterback role or whatever like yeah. they it's, he should be able to beat up. It's Jerry plausible. Stidham. It's plausible deniability at this point, where they can be like, "Oh yeah, well, we but tried." Then, yeah, but. but then again, the writers probably think like we can be that team. We bring more people to come to the games. Have more people talking about the writers. We can be that team that hey, we gave Kaepernick his second shot. Do you think he could be at least Marcus Mariota? And that I wouldn't know. Like I don't know. Like I would hope he would be able to. Like everything looks good. Like, but game speed is totally different. I was gonna say he hasn't played live football yeah. this year. In six years, that's dude. That's that's a long time, bro. Like yeah. six years is a long time. Like I understand you can be in shape, all of that. Like you can still throw, you can make all the throws, you can run, like mentally. everything. Mental, yeah. It's a mental game. Like it's gonna take him, a, what almost an entire season mentally to even get back to being able to be, you know. A comp like to be able to play quarterback. Well, that's why the backup role probably be great because then he'd be the one facilitating the practice squad joints. Yeah, but he's kind like of playing. Yeah, possibly. Um, so let, let let's look at it this way: if he does get signed by a team, like makes it out of training camp, is on an NFL roster, mm -hmm. come September, <clears throat> will that not necessarily change anything? But like, how what would your what would your reaction be to learning that news? I'd be happy for him, honestly. I'd be like, okay, and then. I'm not. I would never wish any ill will on anything that happens with Car. But let's say that they wanted to put him into some type of wildcat package to see if maybe they still see him running in practice mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. shit like that. Like I don't think he would be completely invaluable to have. Mm -hmm. Plus, I again, I feel like he can still beat out a Jared Stidham or whoever the third string quarterback is because mm -hmm. at the bare minimum, he's better. I think that he would still be better than a lot of the backup. Like it's yeah. every team has at least two or three backups. Mm -hmm. He can beat out somebody's second or third string yeah, back. But the only thing, they have been around and playing. Mm -hmm. Barely? He's, he's been away from the game. Can he beat out Jordan Love? Bro, he's been around. He's no. been out of the game for six, like, I don't know, <laughs> six years, still. He's been out of the game for six years, bro. Uh, I hear you. Would it change how you, I mean, like, y'all don't have as strong an opinion as I do, but like, would it change how you feel about the NFL, about Mark Davis, any of that? Like, if, if Cap got back in the league, like, would it make amends for any of the shit that we've been through? Hell no, I wouldn't season? make amends, but at the same time, they said if, if anybody was to do it, Mark Davis is one of the owners. And that's that what I'll say. It would make sense for him to do it. Just because, like, how he, his daddy was. Mm -hmm. like, Al Davis, like, hey, I'm just yeah, going to Al Davis would have signed up, like, yeah. four years ago. Hell yeah. Oh, you still can yeah. run? Goddamn, come on. Exactly. <laughs> that's why it makes sense. Like, it makes sense, like, on paper and everything. But, again, like, I'm not, like, hating on him or nothing like that. Like, I would be I, I would be shocked if it yeah. did happen. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Like, we here. Like, let's see what happens. And it makes sense for you to be like, hey, bring him in. You know, Wildcats so we can get some action and stuff like that mm -hmm. and everything. So, I don't know. Hmm. Like, I don't want nobody giving any hopes up or nothing like that. And I feel like it, I don't feel like him coming back is going to change anything. No. Like, people that's been watching football is go watch football. People who haven't been watching football are not going to watch. Uh, he, might be bring, he might bring some of the people who left because of how he was treated back. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Not not 100%, but possibly. Mm-hmm. But this situation would seem like it will be like a fitting situation for him if he did end up going back. Especially because the rest of their quarterbacks are trash. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, they really like. They don't have no good back. Bare, like, bare minimum out there. So. That's why I feel like he can make it. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. 
Yep, uh, somebody's actually following in his lead somewhat. Um, so as the details of the elementary school shooting in U Uvalde, Texas, continue to unfold, San Francisco Giants manager Gabe Kapler on Friday wrote that he is, quote, not okay with the state of this country and that he, quote, felt like a coward for not protesting the lack of delivery on the promise of what our national anthem represents. Kapler told reporters uh, before Friday's season series opener at Cincinnati that moving forward, he doesn't plan on taking the field for the national anthem, quote, until I feel better about the direction of the country. Mm -hmm. um, and that he needs more time to consider specific actions he might suggest be taken to prevent more tragedies of this type, such as stronger gun control laws. Uh, Kapler said, when I was the same age as the children in Uvalde, my father taught me to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance when I believed my country was representing its people well or to protest and stay seated when it wasn't. I don't believe it is representing us well right now. Every time I place my hand over my heart and remove my hat, I'm participating in a self-congratulatory glorification of the only country where the mass shootings take place. On Wednesday, I walked onto the field. I listened to the announcement as we honored the victims of Uvalde. I bowed my head. I stood for the national anthem. Metallica riffed on City Connect guitars. I don't know where he's going with this. Um, Kepler said he wanted to make some sort of gesture, but said he was conscious that it would be that it could be misunderstood as an act meant to be offensive to the military, to veterans, or to themselves. Um, oh, he bitched up. My brain said, "Drop to a knee." My body wouldn't listen. I wanted to walk back inside. Instead, I froze. I felt like a coward. I didn't want to call attention to myself. I didn't want to take away from the victims or their families. But I am not okay with the state of this country. I wish I hadn't let my discomfort compromise my integrity. I wish that I could have demonstrated what I learned from my dad and when you're dis that when you're dissatisfied with your country, you let it be known through protest. The home of the brave should encourage this. That's hilarious, actually, because all that yapping, all that talking, all that I'm finna, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. And I'm, I'm not I'm not going to walk out there. I'm not going to do I'm going to take a knee. I'm, I'm I can't do this. He was the Stay first the one country. with his head off. <laughs> wait, 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 before we go down this road, like, I get jokes. Um, to be clear, he said this after, like, Wednesday is when they did all the, right. and he felt like he was a coward. Friday is when he announced, actually, I'm not going to come out for the national anthem. So, like, he, he bitched out on Wednesday and then came out on Friday and, like, actually announced to the world, like, this is mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. And it's because I felt this way on Wednesday. And I think he didn't on monday either i think they had a game because he said he didn't want to he said he would he wants to honor memorial day, memorial day. Yep. so again you picking and choosing you're not necessarily following through with what you was you was yapping and you thought it just looked so easy for everybody else to do is what it sounds like to me like granted you may have all the well intentions in the world and i believe that you did if you said that i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt that you did but it's not as easy as they made it seem. Mm -hmm. They thought that it was just going to be, oh, yeah, I can just come out here and do that. No, because you knew you wasn't ready for that backlash. You didn't mm -hmm. want it them L's. You didn't want that heat. You didn't mm -hmm. want to be in that kitchen while it was burning to the ground. Mm -hmm. Instead, you ducked. And I know you admitted that you said you felt like a coward and stuff like that, but that doesn't change the act. It doesn't change the fact that you really did try to follow up on something that was already started. Speaking of Kaepernick, <clears throat> All that heat he took. Any player to this day that still take these knees and take the heat and everything like that, you decided, nah, 
I don't want to take away from anybody else, which that's fine. But you weren't. You were post. You were in essence were honoring them because they weren't doing what they're supposed to do as a country to help the kids out in the first place. So I don't think it would have been taken taken away from the families or the kids. But if that's how you felt about it and that was your reason why you didn't want to do it, so be it. But I feel like if you truly felt that you were going to honor these families or did not like the way this country was going and wanted to truly take a knee, you would have just did it. That's just my take on it. Anybody else could feel a little bit differently. Like, oh, it was a crowd. It was national media. But you, you sat on TV and said all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, ah, it ain't too much I can give you for I meant well. Because... Politicians mean well, ish. <laughs> you didn't like what they was doing. You don't like how they responded to it. You felt that you needed to respond to them by doing that. Instead, you decided not to, and you called yourself the coward because it wasn't as easy as you thought well, again, it was like, to be. He said he was a coward first, and then he was like, "Yo, this is what I'm gonna do." Like before right. he announced mm-hmm. anything, like he was like on Wednesday. I fe- so like if you were in this thing right now, mm-hmm. and you're like. You had a notion like, oh, I should do this, mm-hmm. but instead you just let her pass, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow you're like, you know what? That was some bitch shit that I just did. Mm-hmm. Let me tell these people like, I'm not gonna do this, and then he didn't do it. I don't know what he did Monday, so like, if he went out he there on Monday, Monday, then so be it. But I, I just want to make sure we're clear on the timeline. Like, it's not like he said all this shit, and then like when it came down, so he's like, oh, never mind, I bitched out. Like, but anyway, Fair. we can move on. Um. Cincinnati Reds outfielder Tommy Pham received a three-game suspension <laughs> after slapping San Francisco Giants outfielder Jack Peterson before Friday's game. It was a lot going on before Friday's game uh, between the Reds and the Giants. Um, the incident occurred during bragging practice before Cincinnati's 5-1 victory at the Great American Ballpark. The beef, Peterson said, stems from a fantasy football argument. Damn. According to Peterson, Pham accused Peterson of cheating because he was, quote, stashing away players on my bench. Peterson said he looked up the rules of the league um, and that he was in the right. Disagreements ensued in a group text for the league, which sources say included MLB players from several teams. In addition to a disagreement over fantasy football, um, Pham said Peterson said some, quote, disrespectful shit about his former team, the Padres, in a text message. Here's Pham. He said, uh, Pham. It was regarding my former team. I didn't like that, and I don't like the sketchy shit going on in the fantasy. We had too much money on the line, so I took. So I look at it like there's a code. You're fucking with my money, then you're going to say some disrespectful shit. There's a code to this. I said I don't forget. Sorry, I said I don't. I didn't forget about that shit, and I walked up and I slapped him. (laughs) And I saw the video. He really walked up and slapped that motherfucker. They were standing there chopping, chopping it up. All of a sudden, you just seen smack. I'm like, God, he really slapped this motherfucker. Like, Man, fantasy football real, He bro. said, hey, he said, I'm a high roller in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I don't play by my money. But then your dumb ass gets suspended for three games and lose $100,000. I mean, $100, <sighs> Tommy Pham cold, though. So, well, he's good. But hey, bro. that that was the one story of the week. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> What? Will Smith opened it up, bro, for everybody. Mm. Hey, hey, Dukes, what T.Y. say? Smacking his back? <laughs> Slapping his back. Slapping his back. <laughs> and just to follow up with you, he did uh, stand for the anthem on Monday because he... Yeah, Memorial Day. Those who serve in our military, and especially those who have paid the ultimate price for our rights and freedoms, deserve that acknowledgement and respect, and I am honored to stand on the, the line today to show mine. 
yesterday. Shit has become so fucking performative. Like, either do it or don't do it. Shut the fuck up about it. And he's making two charitable donations. One to the organization dedicated to ending gun violence, and another focused on protecting the health of veterans. Okay. okay. What you do for uh, police hey, brutality? Hey, 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 he ain't sitting here. Listen now, you only get two. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, my hands are tired. What do you expect? What can I do? <laughs> Uh, have y'all ever gotten into any disagreements over fantasy football that led you to want to slap a bitch? No, I take it serious, but not that serious. I'm for the football. I ain't had the Wayne Brady nobody. Yeah, but I do take it serious though. So like, if somebody if somebody wronged you, you felt like they were cheating in the league, like what? Would you just? I'm dip, it's it? gonna be some words, but I I don't think I'm gonna get physical. But I ain't gonna f with you though like that. There was only one instance where I thought that I was like, oh, y'all, I think y'all playing me, but. I didn't have the proof to run it down. <laughs> so, so between Udonis Haslam and PJ Tucker talking about a code with NBA, like you don't disrespect your opponents like that, and mm-hmm. you know Tommy fans talk about it's a code with fantasy football, and you don't be talking no disrespectful shit. Uh, <laughs> it is a code. Is it? It's an unwritten rule. What's the unwritten rule that I can't bust your ass and talk shit? Well, he said that it was some <laughs> shyster shit going on, some shady shit hey, going I think on. That's a, uh, Probably some illegal that. trading and shit. No, what is it? It was like an IR designation. So like basically like what's the name was stashing people on his IR. Uh, Jack Peterson was stashing people on his IR. Mm-hmm. Tommy Fan was like, bro, you can't do that. Jack Peterson was but like, well, was, here's the it rules. It was in the rules though. I can do that. Yeah, and then like from there, like they mad. were joking and like Tommy Fan didn't take something that I think it was like a meme or something that Jack Peterson sent. Mm-hmm. That was like basically like making fun of the Padres, and then he's like, "I don't like that shit. That's disrespectful." And you play with my money, so next time I see you, I'm gonna smack yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. It's egregious, not that serious, but man. no, that I can I can see because they probably put some. These are professional baseball yeah, players, so they probably put big money up for this league. Yeah. And he probably didn't like the fact that he was but stashing he probably. The, he's probably stashing some of the better players. But it, it was within the rules, the though. Rules. So how can you get change mad? the damn rule? Then you can't get mad. It's, you, you can change the setting. Everybody, really, what it comes down to is he was mad. Rules. He was losing. Like yeah, if, he, if he was is. up, he wouldn't have a problem with him stashing. Like whatever, I don't care. Like he mad because he down. Mm-hmm. He high rollers. Like break got a gambling problem. <laughs> like <laughs> he mad. He about to lose some money. No. And then from there, it's like, no, nah, nigga, I don't want to joke with you. <laughs> no, and no, ha ha's coming from this way. And nah, then you just, you sensitive. And nah, like so everything that, you know, like anything you perceive as a slight, then it's a reason, like, now nah, I got to go handle it. Yeah. No, nah, it's on site. Right before the game. On the field. In front I mean, of everybody. didn't do it before, like during the game or something. I was say, before the game, yeah. but in front of everybody. What if they hit a home run or something? They hit around just, just rounding the bases. Yeah, and they just smack you. Like, like, God, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't never been in no situation with, like that. Like, yeah, I ain't put my hands over. Not, no, not over no fantasy football. Like, mm-hmm. Ain't that serious. Never. But that's all we got for the topic of discussion. We do have one blow of the whistle. I, I hate to do it. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, yeah, bro. But but she earned it. She so. got to get it. It hurt my heart, bro. I know. I when I seen it, I was like, oh, I know they sick. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tee his ass up. Liz Cambage. Mm, mm, mm. All Dang. right, so a news report came out of Australia over the weekend um, that reported on an incident that took place allegedly last summer ahead of the 2020, well, technically the 2020 Summer Olympics that took place in 2021. Um, Australia's women's basketball team was in a scrimmage with the Nigerian team. Mm-hmm. 
Liz Cambage obviously is, uh, first of all, she's a half Nigerian player for the Australian team. She was being physically guarded by an opponent, didn't take too kindly to it, hauled off and hit, hit her opponent, started a whole thing. They separated to their benches. Apparently, they came back out. The opponent fouled Liz hard, got into another argument where Liz apparently said some racist shit calling them monkeys and telling them to go back to their third world country. Um, the <sighs> report out of Australia said that they corroborate, corroborated this story, like the, the sequence of events with players from the Australian team and also players from, I think at least three players from the Nigerian team. Mm -hmm. um, and they all said that they heard version, like two confirmed, I believe the monkey comment and then no, sorry. Three confirmed the monkey comment. I think two said that they heard her talk about Nigeria being a third world country. Mm -hmm. um, Liz came out and said, that's not what happened. Like, we got into a fight, but I never said anything racist. Whatever. Um, yeah, as a half Nigerian that doesn't really have a relation. Like, she said it publicly. Like, she doesn't really have a relationship with Nigeria. Like, she claims that she wants to. Mm -hmm. um, then does this. Yeah, apparently she did come out the next day or two and apologize to the Nigerian team, but like the players that they interviewed for the Australian piece said that it didn't seem genuine. It just seemed like she was saying the words and didn't really mean it. Right. Um, and like if you, again, like if you didn't do anything, like why would you be apologizing in the first place? But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's wild. Like I, I'm not biracial, so I can't speak to like the identity issues, but it would seem like there's more possibly going on under the surface about like her feelings about her Nigerian heritage mm -hmm. and like for it to come out that way but like yeah it's just a bad look all around and it's some foul shit it's true. it is unfortunately for real I got one word <laughs> this dude, dog. Whose maze is this, bro? Whose maze is this? That was the longest dance I've ever for the goddamn damn to come off. No, I was like, what the fuck is this playing? Uh, aren't the Gumakays like they're still on the the Sparks, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might more be. A, more. That must be an interesting locker room because they're definitely Nigerian. Ooh. Oh, shit. I don't know. If I they did, were yeah, I did. Oh, snaps. No, I, I'm really just thinking about it now. Like, mm -hmm. okay. Mm. LA gonna have an interesting season. Right. With Derek yes. Fisher to play Peacemaker. God damn. Where's the. Go back again. <laughs> Please <laughs> find a shorter say? one. What did you say, sir? Hold on. Let me, let me just find out. Because God Sparks coming dang, for the bro. Chip, bro. Sparks coming for so the So the Lakers got some turmoil and issues going on. The Sparks got some turmoil and issues going on. Like, hey, it's man. a lot going on in LA. It's LA, man. What you expect? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get in trouble saying that shit, dog. I bet you did. I was walking by my mama, damn. Smack the shit out you. Uh, how many ass whoopers did wrestling get you? Like, dog. between damn and suck it? Dude, I remember my mama <laughs> turned her back. I was like, no. Oh. She turned around and fuck with you. <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> Unnecessary. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I used to get mad trouble because of fingers and shit. Wrestling and um and South Park. Like those were the two corrupting. I couldn't watch South Park. I couldn't watch South Park or Ren and Stimpy. 
Dude, I loved Ren and Snippy. I bet you bro. did. It was so <laughs> I bet you did. Ren and Snippy was hilarious, bro. Mm-mm. Uh, did either of y'all watch the AEW pay per view? No, but I seen the Jeff Hart Jeff Hardy still Jeff Hardy. Mm. That motherfucker jumped from the side of a I heard he looked bad. No, it's because of the the um derby fight. Oh yeah. That's why he was like he shouldn't have wrestled, bro. Like he for real fucked this Darby move and this man went back first into the ladder. Mm. I mean into the steel stairs mm. from the ladder, bro. Like what? He not no spring chicken. He's forty four. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, young, bro. But he jumped from he went up the ladder. And then he climbed the side of a scaffold in some kind of building and shit. So he was up by a window up high and jumped from down, up there yeah. down some tables. <laughs> well, what Sting do? Sting the setup man. Sting was just sitting there looking. Like, hey, no, nah, I ain't getting up the there. Table, like, bro, I ain't, I ain't jumping. This thing is splash. You got me fucked up. Jeff, go ahead. <laughs> you got Sting, it. Like, I'm not wrestling at 62 because I'm doing dumb shit like that. Like, uh, <laughs> you but, got um, it. CM Punk fans will be happy that he did yep. win mm-hmm. um, AEW World, World Championship. And it was, actually, it was a good match. Hank Page is, is good. Hangman Page kind of wasted good. his run though. Who? Hangman Page. Hangman Page. Because it, it took so long to get there. Like Kenny Omega being out, it was supposed to be Hangman Page time. But then CM Punk, he, he been there long enough. Now he got to win the title. But now I think they're trying to set up him and uh, Okada from Japan. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Okada just won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just won his title. So, so I think that's the, the for, next Forbidden Door match will be yeah, them too. too. I don't know, like. Quick wrestling take like Airborne was like super geeked about CM Punk. Like <laughs> I don't see what it was like people so geeked about. Also, since you've been watching, I mean, yeah, he's older like now. Fr- yeah, no, when he first came, I was like, okay, I see what people were saying. Like he called on the mic and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Definitely but I was like on the in the ring. I was like, that was, I, I'm catching him old. So yeah, I was like, I, I honestly get it, I understand. Like I, I said this when he came back, and I feel like. Camille brought somebody on to kind of refute my point. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but to me, like, yeah, still from Tim a little bit, to me, <laughs> <laughs> like, he was always kind of mid in the ring. Like, it was, yeah, he, uh, it was, it's good storytelling, but it's not necessarily an exciting match. Yeah. Like, the best match he had was, like, that Cena at Money in the Bank, and that was a lot because of, like, the crowd just being crazy off top. Like, it, mm-hmm. him and Jericho they were, had some good ones, too. Who? Jericho. See, I hated those matches, honestly. Mm. Like the one at Mania was when he was pouring slow. The, yeah, like that. The beer on yeah, him that shit on. was just slow and like not. It didn't grab me. Like, and I was, again, like because he talked so well. Like I was super invested in the story. I was a big CM Punk fan. I was like, mm. oh yeah, like I love seeing what he does. But it's like, as soon as that bell rings, it's kind of like, it's not bad. It's just mm-hmm. there. It like it's not really mind. like it's exactly like he talks up such a good game that then you're like mm-hmm. oh yeah i really want to see this match and it's like the match coming it's like yeah wah, wah. like <laughs> again it's not bad it's just not exciting to not me. like he doesn't wrestle an exciting style and apparently like since signing with aw like he's slowed down even more he's super like, slow. you like, got the daniel bryan matches when he wrestle wrestling yeah deliberate like with what he does and like it's fine but it's just like like i haven't seen him wrestle but not i know what he's gonna do next mm-hmm. and i've just started watching him a few months ago mm-hmm. like i already know okay oh close on but oh he's gonna do the whatever his finisher the knee thing oh he mm-hmm. gonna reverse this like it's everything is very predictable hmm. yeah like I, I i've always felt like punk is a great uh like he's a great character like he does great character work his promos are really engaging but like it's just something that doesn't connect when he's when he's wrestling mm-hmm. And then one thing, shout out to Cody and Seth Rollins, like, because I've been pissed that we've been getting them like 
so many matches of them, mm-hmm. but they put a fight at hell in the cell. That's gonna be a good but match. like the build up to it, like now I'm like, yo, I'm ready to see. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Raw? I saw the promos. They was beating the shit out of each other. Like, yeah. like for real, for I was like, dog, what the fuck is but this? But the promos was actually dude, pretty good too. Seth Rollins, I had never. I was like, dog, that promo was cold. Oh, Seth, Seth been cold on the mic for a while. just irritating. I didn't know he was like that. I was like, oh. No, okay. Seth been. Seth has always been. I seen the post earlier. They was like, there's there's two type of guys that the WWE looks for. Mm-hmm. There's the one to carry and expand the brand, mm-hmm. the Roman Reigns, the John Cena's, the Rock Stone Cold, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's the reliable workhorse who just gonna be there mm-hmm. and be that guy. The Triple H's, the Undertaker's, the Randy Orton, Randy Orton, or the Seth Rollins. Randy Orton's off it. Randy Savage. So you, the Seth is he's a generational talent for sure, mm-hmm. but he's not going to be like he he ran he's not the top he guy. The he's the, the guy under the top guy, right? And he mm-hmm. or if the top guy's gone, he's gonna be your top guy, and you mm-hmm. know he's gonna carry you long enough for a new top guy or your yeah. top guy to come back. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Randy Orton, Randy was a top guy, carried it for a minute, and then when it was time to transition, all right, cool, he got fourteen of them or thirteen of them. Randy Orton single handedly brought back the tag um, team division. So he like made it important again. But that bro. is like that's how he, Seth has always been. Seth promos have been cold. Seth matches have been cold. No, it's yeah, just, I know he can. He can wrestle. They always wanted somebody else. He be wrestling, wrestling. Like mm. I understand it though, but I can't wait for this one because when he told Cody, "You left six years ago mm-hmm. because you weren't good enough." Yeah. Like, and then you want to try to come back now and take a throne. He like you can't take a sledgehammer to the throne because remember that's the first thing he did when he was yeah, to AW. Yeah, Triple H throne, yeah. To Triple H throne, put a sledgehammer, everybody in their mom was like, oh shit, it's over. He ain't never coming back. Mm-hmm. Seth said you can't take a sledgehammer to the throne and then try to come back and take it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I ain't letting you do that. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't want you here. And pretty much like, fuck you, bro. Like, yeah. but the way they delivered it in both of them kind of like, like, Cody was like, oh, word, we doing that. <laughs> Like, it was from it was a nice promo this uh, this Monday. Now I, I, I like well, that. normally trash. It so is. I haven't watched a second of wrestling basically since uh, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Oh shit! I've I watched WrestleMania. So like Cody won at Mania. I'm assuming they fought again since then. Yes. Yeah, backlash. Yeah. Who uh-huh. won that one? Cody. Um, Cody. Okay. Third time's the charm. Hopefully Seth Rollins win this one. Mm-hmm. But they ain't gonna let Cody lose. Tell it. I mean, tell you, I forgot about the card. It's, it's on Sunday. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Summer, um, not summer. Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. I mean, the the card is kind of mid though. It's very. Well, do you got one minute to sell us on the pay per view? Oh shit, hell. All right. You ain't gonna do a good job, sir. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try. Uh, Hell in a cell starts on Sunday, June 5th at 7 East or oh, 7 seconds p.m. Eastern. Anyways, matches to watch. Triple threat match with Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and yeah. Oscar's probably gonna be the match of the night. It's gonna be a good one. Show that steals the show. Oh, match that steals the show is probably gonna be Cody and Seth Rollins. Other mm-hmm. than that, there isn't too much to talk about because you have Bobby Lashley versus Almost and MVP, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel, Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, and Edge versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Tomato. On top of Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali. There's Tomato. nothing exciting about this pay-per-view except for the two main events. Yep, that's it. So what, where's Roman Reigns? He's, oh, he's only gone for the summer. Yeah, he's gone for the summer. The summer. Like that's in real life yes. or in story yeah, life? real life. Yes. Like he making he's appearances not doing house but not shows wrestling. no mm-hmm. more. Like he pretty much said, "I'm not doing house shows no more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just do full time for the regular show." But he was already he was in contract negotiations. He just re-upped his contract, mm-hmm. and when he re-up, that's when they get Usos the belts. Yeah, and he's gonna be going for the summer. Yeah, so like even on TV, like not just live. He, he make like, appearances. They were saying like <laughs> before pay per views, he'll make appearances, but no matches. He yeah yeah he's not. So like he's. He got on the Brock Lesnar, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. 
for, for the summer. That's just yeah, just for the summer. Because once he comes back, he'll be back in full swing of things, full yeah, schedule, except for house shows. They allow him so he'll just be there every back. week for TV, but not house yeah. shows. Correct. But and right now they, he's not doing anything. And then they stop except him. for sporadic. He said his goodbyes on the house show circuit right now because like he just had one. This last Sunday, he was just telling everybody, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to miss being here, doing these type of shows, things like that. He had some baby mugging him. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you see that? that was oh, like, that's cute. But uh, he's not doing stuff like that no more. He's really transitioning to what he said he wouldn't be, which is just on the TV. And then probably just part-time when he gets to Hollywood and Hollywood starts blowing up for him, So too. is that, like, does he have a movie that he's shooting or is it just, like, he taking time he probably, away? No. He's just taking time away. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised oh, yeah, if he had a movie randomly pop up though. Yeah, oh, yeah. and they also yeah, been teasing say, him like, in the rock. If you, got the, if you got the clout for it, like I do, it. work less and get paid more. Like, hey, and that's what they, that's what they all kind of transition to do. Cena, that he was talking shit about the rock. I mean, he just turned like thirty-seven, so like, I mean, one you could argue maybe he's like in his prime, but at the same time, it's like thirty-seven, he, he played football for a lot of years. He like, was yeah. sick too, two years ago. Yeah. Also has leukemia, like so, you know, like, <laughs> like he needs to, like he, and then from that point he took the title. When he came back, he took the title and held on to it for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Like I understand if you need to take a sabbatical, you need to take a sabbatical because he was at five hundred plus days at some point. I was gonna say like I think he got yeah. it like right after SummerSlam mm-hmm. in twenty twenty. So and then they, did they officially announce that they stopping the brand? Um, split or? No but I, I, I read rumors About them doing it And then they, always they started do Doing it They always Friday. do it Like real quietly Like they never Like yeah. officially announce it Like it's just like They've You start seeing it. people On both shows yeah. mm-hmm. And that's like, what they start they combining belts And it's like yeah Cause yeah. I guess The issue in the past was If both TV networks Was pissed They was like Y'all not finna do A unified title Cause we don't have The main belt And we don't have The main mm-hmm. belt They were like Okay fine, fine Fuck it The main guy Will go bounce Between the shows Which mm-hmm. keep kept The tag team titles In two mm-hmm. different shows The mid-card titles But now all the belts Is on fr- Smackdown Yeah All of the belts Are on Smackdown Cause who I just uh, Austin Theory is on Raw With the United yeah. States Championship mm-hmm. Other than that The tag team titles The women's And the men's And the uh, Cause the women's Is vacated But they were Smackdown champs Sasha and Naomi came from SmackDown. Wait, so who are the women's like actual champions? Nobody. The belts got vacated. No, 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 not tag team. Like the, like the, the um, women's Bianca. champion. Oh, Bianca Bianca's and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Bianca is so Rousey Ronda. still around. Yeah, Rousey Smackdown. just won last pay per view. Yeah, the belt but though. she ain't been on SmackDown in a. No, she was just on SmackDown the last Smackdown? like three oh, okay. weeks. She had an open challenge because she's boosting she uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. Charlotte just got married to Andrade, so that's why she gone. Yeah. Oh, they married? They got married? <laughs> Over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was nice pictures. I saw Rick walking her down the aisle. With Pink Flamingo. Hey. This guy, I think it's like the third dog she got married, so it's like, oh. how many times you gonna be trotting that band? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, as many times as he wants to, and he can wear his Flamingo the whole time. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it was another wrestling question I had. Uh, oh, Money in the Bank got moved. So, like, it was supposed to take place at uh, Allegiant Stadium. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they didn't sell enough tickets, so mm-hmm. it got downgraded to, like, MGM Grand Arena or some shit. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Which is still a nice size venue, it's just not the Allegiant. I mean, it, Cause Allegiant they, was, like, it's 60-something, and I think that they were only planning to seat it for, like, 35000 that's still a lot. That's, that's still a lot. I was gonna say, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's half of like the full capacity. So they weren't running like a full football stadium to begin with. Yeah. But apparently, they didn't sell enough tickets to even think that they would hit that. So like now they've downgraded to like a 16,000 seat arena, which is like typical for a pay per view. Yeah. But it's yeah. like you were trying to blow it out into this really big thing. Because money in the bank. Because it was supposed to be the stadium summer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to be the Because they won the next one. SummerSlam is, where is that at? That's in Nashville. Nashville. And then they got, and the, then UK they got the UK big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to be the big one. But if you're building cars like hell in a cell, ain't nobody going to want to buy. Look, 
So they why, always why would it. I pay? For they always and it's it's backwards. I mean, I get it because like you know people have a lot of other opportunities to have like in, uh, entertainment over the summer. So like you're competing with more shit because kids are out of school. They can go on vacation. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like that doesn't mean like just completely water down your product. Like if no. anything, it means step your game up so that you get people get something to talk about, something to watch. Especially because right now, it, granted, it's a lot of sports going on. It ain't a lot of sports going. On. I mean, if you listen to this show, like we talking about like six topics and we usually have like double digits so, yeah so it, it's it's, it's, stuff it's going a dearth on, but of uh shit to talk about at the moment are we in the dog days of summer no no that's like Not yet. like before football gets started because then it's just baseball oh so we, hey. we got some months to go we'll be cool. uh, as long as the brewers keep winning the way they are hey man we got the finals coming up we got the draft we got uh that's about it <laughs> I was gonna say, we got baseball. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure. It Y'all stick with us. We done that. We've done this for five years, five straight summers. Hey, it feel like summer. Uh, last thing about wrestling, I saw Stephanie McMahon took a break, a sabbatical, but yeah. apparently, like, she kind of got forced out, from what I understand. Really? Hmm. I thought they she took a step been, back. Uh, yeah. So, like, apparently. T- so she's been the chief branding officer for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Somebody stepped down. Triple H did. Uh, well, no, 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 no. It was somebody. It was another executive that stepped down. She kind of absorbed some of that executive's duties, mm-hmm. and apparently, like those duties, kind of fell off a little bit. And she's getting blamed for it. Um, and because she was taking that heat, like she kind of was like, "Okay, I'm gonna take a break." Like fuck it, then. But it's really like a break to where, like, eventually you're just gonna get replaced. Give somebody else the opportunity to kind of take. Apparently, over those Nick Khan is like consolidating power in WWE. From what yes, I he is. He's like a voice, 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 big voice. Yeah. So like, honestly, it's to the point where like the palace intrigue in WWE is actually more exciting, not exciting, but like more interesting than what's going on on screen. It feels like, hmm. which is typically the issue in wrestling because like the MJF stuff in AEW like again like I'm up to date on like all this other stuff that's like behind the scenes but like I have no idea what's actually <laughs> going on on the, the storylines but you know MJF <laughs> showed up at the last second in AEW and walked right. the fuck off afterwards right yeah, so it's wild stuff too so if you ask why, why as an adult like somebody will get into wrestling it's like because it's a whole bunch of shit going on that <laughs> don't even have to deal with like men in tights like wrestling each other in, in baby oil like that's fair baby oil Man, bro, they doused them motherfuckers. <laughs> but anyway, that's the show for this week. Uh, as you remember, we no longer do the top five, so we will just sign off and say uh, this has been Technical Foul. Camille's not with us, but again, shoot her some positive messages as she recovers. Uh, Indeed. And we hope to have you. We hope to have her back with us, if not for overtime this week, then next week for this show. Um, you can catch her on Twitter, PSN. Does she have Instagram? And IG. I think yes. she said IG. Camille Monet. C A M I L L E M O N A E. Because her mom is fancy. Gang, gang. For sure. You can catch me on Twitter at Bucksburner. That is your 2021 NBA champion. Still the defending <laughs> NBA champions for the next week and a half to two weeks. Uh, that's all you yeah, get. That's all you get. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, KHarris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. <sighs> Be easy. 
I knew with the deep oh, breath, like shit. some bullshit was coming. God damn. And I didn't even, I still, I, it still caught me off guard. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>